Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. He's not singing on this EP. He ruined me last one. Thank you. special this evening, which is um, in complete contrast to Wednesday's show. Uh, good evening, dear listener. Uh, because Wednesday's show is a flat earth special. <laughs> I know, I know, it's exciting. We've got um, both ends of the spectrum. There are flat earthers all over the globe. Uh, Wednesday, we've got a flat earther coming on to explain why she thinks the earth is flat. So I can use tonight to get a little bit of ammunition to help um, back me up. Do you remember the other week? I was banging on um, that I took my boys to see um, a science show. Half term is I'm, uh, it's always difficult, and I always leave half term and holidays and Easter holidays too late. Uh, and I try and book up stuff that for which there are no tickets left. But, 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 got the last, I think the last three tickets pretty much for um, uh, this guy called Mark Thompson, who um, does a science show. And he takes it around. He, you know, it's aimed at younger people. But as I said, I think I, think I was the most impressed there. It was me constantly going, oh! Oh my gosh! Look at that! Um, and he took—he he, he takes the show all over the place, and he does all g- kinds of things, which we will find out about in a bit. Um, but it was honestly—it was the most entertaining hour I've seen. I take the kids to see lots of shows, and we go and see plays and stories and all these kind of things. It was such a good hour. Um, in that it was like informative, but without you know being preachy. Um. And it wasn't patronising. There was no patronising. There was no, okay, kids. And you don't, you don't get that too often these days when you go and see children's theatre. You don't get it too often. But every now and then you'll get something you think, oh, talk to them like they're adults. Because kids are a lot cleverer than we give them credit for. And this show was absolutely superb. And I know he does shows all over the place. If you get the chance to see Mark Thompson, 
I thoroughly recommend it. Um, anyway, he's on the show now. Evening, Mark. Hello, how are you? I'm very, very well. How are you doing? I'm wonderful. Thank you for such an amazing introduction. I was thinking, this sounds like a good show. I might take I my might kids. Go, I might go and see. We, um, my boys absolutely loved it, but it was mainly me that was, go- you, and you did comment on it during the show. I don't know if you knew it was me. I do remember someone <laughs> shouting quite loudly, a, a man uh, shouting quite loud uh, in the auditorium, but it, it was you. It was me, Mark. Oh, it was me. Oh my goodness, there's always one adult that does I know. It. It, it. was it was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, How how did you get into doing these? How, I, let's go back a bit. How did you get into, like, science type stuff? Alright, so I, I got into science stuff. I was ten years old, yep. uh, so uh, a fair few years ago now, and I was taken, probably a bit kicking and screaming by my dad, yeah. to the local astronomy society. I didn't, ha- I don't think I had any real interest in, in in science and astronomy at the time, yeah. um, and I think he was the one who wanted to go, so he, he needed an excuse, so I was his excuse, and he dragged me along to the uh, local astronomy club, uh, where we saw Saturn through a telescope, and I was utterly hooked and that was the the, the moment and I, I can still vividly remember that moment even now isn't it funny that, that, it, that one you know a day out for your dad but that can start a whole lifetime for for a child it's just it's just letting kids see as many different things as possible and one of those things hopefully will 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 stick and, and will take seed yeah no totally you know one of the, the the one thing that i learned well not just the one thing i learned a few things i'm sure from my parents which like, blow my nose and wipe my bum yeah um but the one thing i i really learned from that is to give kids a chance to explore the world and kind of find their own way a little bit but you know give them exposure to stuff and if you give kids exposure to stuff they might find something that amazes them you know crikey it's turned into my career so how lucky am i so how did you so what what's what's the day job is the day job doing those shows yes well it's, oh, it's man, that it's doing isn't it? it's not just, not just theater but it's writing books i've written yeah. uh, astronomy books um it's doing tv so i do work on good morning britain on yeah. this morning and a few other shows uh, and of course wonderful radio shows like your like your own May God so bless you. yeah this this is kind of just knocking around doing what i can how did uh, how did the kids shows come about and i say kids shows and and there will be some people who hear the word kids shows and they will think of that slightly patronizing yes. you know and and it's not at all i could honestly but i could have sat there without my boys and i would yeah. still have I, a i would have learned stuff and b i would have been impressed you know because you kind of present it you certainly present bits of it like a magic show yes but it's but science not. yeah yeah uh, do, do you know the way I, I kind of got into it so obviously I, I started doing lectures uh, you know and, and the word lecture instills a fear of yeah uh, of sort of tedium and and monotony in many people um so i started doing lectures through when i was probably about 20 years old or thereabouts public lectures uh, lectures to other astronomers um and that sort of evolved a little bit into doing more public facing astronomy lectures but i wanted to make them a bit more than just a lecture and want to turn it into a show so i started injecting a few few experiments a few demonstrations into the shows but you know first and foremost they were still lectures with loads of pictures on the screen lots of heavy detail but i wanted to get to kids um i suppose it wasn't so much about kids but i want to get to people who perhaps got bored at a lecture but I want to get to them and show actually science can be fun. And, so yeah. I, and I actually got my inspiration, can you believe, at the Edinburgh Fringe, and I saw this bloke called the Bubble Man. Um, oh, I, I, think, I think I'm going to see him in the, in oh, the Easter half term. I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he inspired me wow. uh, amazingly. So I, I saw an hour of a man blowing bubbles. <laughs> um, and, you know, it sounds... It, it, I mean, it doesn't sound like the kind of thing that a grown man should watch and, and, and subsequently enjoy. But I watched it. It was like... 
God, this man is amazing. Yeah. And he was doing all sorts of different things with bubbles, and it was good fun. And I thought, you know what? I want to do this, but with science. Yeah. So I went away from, from that Edinburgh Fringe a couple of years ago now, thinking I'm going to construct a show based on science experiments, not just aimed at kids particularly, but, you know, the great thing about science, if you're trying to get to a public audience, then if you aim it at kids, yeah. then... Adults will get it as well. I use my mum as a great measure. So my mum knows nothing about science. I think if my mum can get it, then kids can get it, and so can other adults can get yeah. it as well, who've not necessarily got a science background. So it's aimed at beginners, you know, people who've got an interest in science, want to see something amazing, want to be a bit entertained, and just throw an hour's worth of fun science demonstrations in, and, you know, it's a winning combination. It, it's that thing, I wish I'd had science teachers like you, because I had a chemistry teacher who was a bully, was an absolute bully, I had, and I had a physics teacher that, who was very wet and, and yeah. was really you uninspiring. You didn't get the same school as me, did you? They sound like the same teachers. And, and, you know, and... and even as a, even as a teenager, I knew that physics had the potential to be amazing, but we just had a teacher who was like a wet blanket, and so there was none of that. Uh, th- th- there was none of the amazement or excitement that, that, that carried across, and I think that's. I, I mean, listen, I'm an old man now. I don't know if teachers are still like that, but I, I do worry that there are amazing things like plays or science or whatever that, with the wrong teachers, they become mm. dull and insipid and boring. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you can say that about all sorts of things. You know, not not just the the education system, but anywhere where you're being taught something, someone can be so dull and yeah. kind of and just not enthused about the subject. But you know, there are some wonderful teachers out there you know let's not let's not knock them too much no 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 there of course not all brilliant. of them of but, course. but of course the other thing is that the, the teachers have to focus on um grades yep. and, and all that sort of stuff you know what did i do for now i just i just threw lots of exciting <laughs> things at kids yes you would have learned some stuff yeah but mostly you came away with a feeling of wow science is cool science is fun I want to learn more. And of course, that's what teachers can now do, is can now build on that and try and develop it. It was, uh, yeah, yours Yours was a show first. But, I mean, how many experiments are in there? There's about 30 or something, weren't there? Yeah, I think it's about 24. Yeah, it's, it's, it's packed. It's hard work. <laughs> I'm absolutely knackered at the end of it. What was funny is, because I said to my boys, um, right, well, he's, he's done now. Will we get to see him? Oh, no, he's going to get ready. He's got to do another show in, yeah. in, another, in an hour's time. So, yeah, so that... I mean, that when I do two shows in a day, I finish it and I'm totally yeah. and utterly drained. So I spend about a couple of hours getting everything set up. Yeah. Then I do the show for an hour. Um, then I'm wait, I'll probably get to sit down 15 minutes while the audience is leaving. Then I'm back straight onto stage, clearing up and preparing for the next one, which can take, you know, depending on how quick I am, maybe another hour, hour and a half. And then it's another hour show. And then another sort of hour and a half packing it all away again. It's absolutely shattering. Um, it is... Um uh, you, now you didn't know this. This wasn't you know because I've got a blue tick or anything. But you, my boy, you got my yes, boy up on stage. That was a pure fluke. Yeah, a pure fluke. And um, what I was very proud. A because both my boys. The, 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 that one, the eldest one, is the one that's quite quite geeky and quite sciencey. Yes. And he likes putting his hand up. And my youngest, who's five, always says, "And I don't want to go up on. Whenever we go to a theatre or a film, I don't want to go up on stage, Daddy." And I yes. said, "It's fine. You don't have to." Yeah. Your show was the first show where my youngest put his hand oh, up. Did, did I? Was it youngest? No, I you picked pick, pick the eldest. Oh, but no, 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 it's fine. But, but, but the, it was the first time my youngest has put his hand up. Oh, I said, how wonderful. I said, I thought you didn't want to go up. He said, no, but I like this man. Oh, so, how lovely. No, it, it was a real, it was a oh, real turning point. So thank you. Wow. But my, my eldest went up 
And um, I was so proud of him because when he, he had to do an experiment where he had to stand yes, still. Yes, that's right. Yes, we were generating vortexes, <laughs> weren't we, with, uh, with uh, dustbins and yeah. that's right. Yeah, and I was so proud of him. A, because he stood still. And B, you said, right, you've got, you got ten seconds now. You can have a little wiggle. And he did the most ridiculous, stupid dance. Yeah. And the whole theatre burst into laughter. And I was so, I was so proud of my little Do you know, boy. I think that's because most of us, you know, certainly blokes of a certain age, yeah. we could have seen ourselves yeah. up there oh, doing yeah. that same stupid dance when someone said, you can just let it go for a little bit. I don't know what I would have done if somebody said that to me. <laughs> but he was playing it for a laugh. I was so proud of him. He did really him. well. It was he, great. It was, it was great. And, um, an hour is a long time to, cause they're kids of all different ages there. Yeah, you know, they they, are. My, my youngest is five, but I saw, I saw kids that were a lot younger mm. and kids that were a lot older. Um, and to keep that wide age range occupied for a full hour is a, it, it's a tough gig. I've done shows for kids. It's a tough gig. And you did it. You yeah, did it. Yeah, I mean, yes, it, but, but I've got, you know, the, the subject matter does lend itself very yes. well to being very visual. Yep. Um, quite quite engaging as well because there's lots of stuff going on, loud noises, light, bright lights, and all sorts of different things going on. And it's it, unless you you know, if, uh, it's very difficult if you're just talking to people to keep the enthusiasm there. Yeah. Um, but because there's just so much stuff going on, uh, I kind of just have to keep moving things along. I'm almost like a compare more than actually doing the show itself. I'm just yeah. kind of letting the science um, be the thing that keeps people interested and engaged. Lots of fire. Yes, quite a lot of fun, and I've not lost a theatre once. <laughs> well, did, I, was, I was wondering, do venues get a little bit nervous when you they rock ju- up with a record player that you're going to well, put a fire on and explosions and all yes, kinds of things? So, so before, about a week before I go to a venue, I send over a document which has got about 50 <laughs> pages of risk assessments, of yeah. uh, chem- chemical and uh, hazardous substance reports and all sorts of different things so basically i send them everything they need before they ask me i send them every, most in most cases they they take one look at it and think he knows what he's doing yeah um uh, i'm sure they do read them most places have sort of will, will often come out and ask me a couple of questions they actually wow they have read it yeah. that's always takes me back a little bit um but yeah you know i'm dealing with dangerous chemicals and doing dangerous things in a public place um with lots of audience members there uh, and of course I don't want anyone to get hurt, and I don't want anything to get ruined or destroyed. So, yep. yeah, I've got to be really, really careful, because some of the stuff I do is actually pretty dangerous. Um, the, the two things that I came away... I've got some questions from my boys and from Catherine's daughters. I don't know quite... I don't quite know how... Well, I know... OK, we'll, we'll see how we get on with them. You're worrying me now. <laughs> I don't... I don't, I don't I, my boy, well, my boys are nuts. My, my eldest is now... He was completely inspired, and he's just gone out. A friend of him um, lent us one... What's he done? No. Has he blown something up or blown someone up? He's blown the car up. Oh, no. Lord. He, um, he's, he's a friend of him lent him a DVD, and he's now just gone and got the whole... We bought the whole box set for him. Bang Goes the... I, I, oh, the BBC yeah. series. Yeah, Bang Goes the Theory. Um, yeah. he, and, he's, and he's loving that, because it's a Brilliant. similar kind of thing with explosions and stuff. Yeah. Um, but the two things I learned, right, yeah. that I came away from your show with, and I've been, I've been telling everybody about this. I said it on the radio. Pir- I hope you learned something that's right. No, I, well, let's see, let's see. <laughs> Pyrex is invisible in vegetable oil. Yes. That's insane! Yes, it's amazing to do, isn't it? It looks wonderful, it's, doesn't it? Well, you, the, you, you, I'm ruining that. But you, you pull out, you know, you pull out something yes. that's from a bowl of vegetable that's made of Pyrex. We couldn't yes. see it. There's yes. a camera on it. Yes. You put it back in and it disappears. Yes. And I've been watching videos of it on YouTube. Have loads, you? loads of oh, how wonderful. So, yeah, so, spoiler alert, if anybody is planning yes. on coming to see the Sorry, show guys. anywhere. Um, so, yeah, the science behind that, and it is quite good fun. You know, I'll explain this to you in the show. If you've got a straw with a, that's in a glass of water yes the water and the air bend light differently yeah so the straw looks like it's bent as it comes out of the water 
the, the, what we did with the, with a bowl of vegetable oil. Vegetable oil will bend light, yep. and Pyrex will bend light. And if you so, if you have the two items in, so if you have a Pyrex item in this case, test tube, inside a bowl of vegetable oil. Yep. You just can't see it. It's incredible. It, it's, it's like a cloaking It's system. amazing. Guys, honestly, try it at home. And the other thing, and I've not tried it. My wife did and she didn't get it to work, but I want to do it under... Super cool water. I followed the tweets with some amusement. It's, <laughs> it's amazing. You, you Explain it, because I tried to explain it on the radio and I sounded like a blithering idiot. I would. L- Why don't you try and explain it? This could be comedy uh, gold. <laughs> You 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 get you basically. Oh, let me tell you. Then. Thank let you. Me tell you. Okay, okay. So yeah, so so the you can <laughs> the freezing point of water we all know is zero degrees. Yes. If you cool water down to zero degrees, it goes hard. It turns into ice. Yeah. But the reality is, if water is kept in very special conditions, you can cool the water down to lower than zero degrees, and it's still liquid. It's still runny, as we understand water to be. Yet it's lower than zero degrees, and that's yeah. called super cooled water. If you add salt to water it lowers the freezing point of water. So you can get it all to, to stay as a liquid. Um, now, what I did in the show is I, I had a bucket full of ice, water, and salt, and I put a bottle of mineral water inside the bucket. Yeah. And what that did, of course, it meant the mineral water, which was very pure, had no impurities in it, so nothing for the ice to form around, it cooled down the bottle of mineral water to lower than zero degrees. I think it was about minus seven degrees. But if you take that mineral water out really carefully and pour it onto an ice cube or or anything else you know which is a little bit rough which certainly works best yeah then it instantly freezes and you saw in the show you saw it turn you make into a tower, a tower, of, tower ice. of ice right for, and you can do the same thing just stick a bottle of mineral water still mineral water doesn't work with fizzy still mineral still mineral water in your freezer for a period of time as yet to be determined by your good lady wife well she tr- um, she was see she tried it for 45 minutes no 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 you've got to go for the full two hours surely well, well it, it depends on the temperature of the freezer yes i don't it, think you know it might cold. just need to be half an hour it might need to be two hours it might need to be four hours i've got a pretty manky old freezer yeah. it might need to be quite a long while um but if you just leave a bottle of mineral water in the freezer, if you take it out and it's frozen, then obviously it's too long, so you have to have another go with a different bottle of water yeah. and start again. But get it so it's still runny, get it out, pour it onto, on, on ice cube, and it turns into a tower of... It's you, amazing. I, I came... When, when I saw Catherine, my producer, the next day, I said, I've just seen this amazing thing. Oh, he does all this. And she didn't believe me until I showed the video. And you've, you've got videos on YouTube, yes, haven't have. you, of it? Yes, 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 I have. Yeah, I've got a few of them there. Um, it's, um, it's, I'm, I'm gonna delve in, I, oh gosh, I don't know where to go. Let's go, we've got a caller. Okay. A- Alan? Hip, hip, hip. Good evening, Alan. You're through to Mark. Now, you've got a science type question, but I, I, I don't know if Mark's gonna be able to answer this, so let's see. Is time travel really possible? Is so, time travel really possible, Mark? Can I answer that? Of course I can answer that. Yes! Yeah, even at, uh, you know, ten past, twenty past ten at night. So, is time travel possible? So, Going forwards in time, yes, because we are all We're doing it all traveling. the time. We're yes. going forwards in time at a rate of one day per day. Um, if we were to talk about travelling backwards in time, that's a little bit harder. So there is a, a scientific concept um, known as time dilation, um, and essentially, if you travel really, really fast, even if you travel at speeds in excess of the speed of light, so if you travel at speeds like ninety percent of the speed of light, even yeah. faster then you could, in fact, make time go backwards. The theory says that if you travel at the speed of light, time will stand still. Wow. And if you travel faster than the speed of light, then time will start to go backwards. So, in principle, yes, you can. In fact, there's been wonderful demonstrations where we've had two twins, two human twins. Yeah. One has stayed on the Earth. The other one has been on board a spacecraft. They've, in fact, been up in the space station recently. Yeah. And one of them has aged more 
than the other one because the passage of time has been different because one's been in space traveling around the earth really really fast so it's uh, a real thing we can effectively travel through time hang on so the person on the space station is is considered to be younger yes because they were traveling faster so it's all down to relativity as well yeah kind of, of course the age or the based on someone observing something else and how but you know the kind of the the, the days of time travel where you can hop into your spaceship yeah and then travel back in time that's a little bit harder but there are some wonderful theories again where you perhaps might be able to take um you know if you could harness a wormhole pop it into a particle accelerator make it go around really really fast then you could have two wormholes one in the real universe and one that's in your tight your uh, particle accelerator and you could use that as like time portals and travel through oh, time with there, I, I did like i sorry i just caught myself when you mentioned the uh, relativity i went yeah of course yeah like i knew what i was talking about it's difficult stuff <laughs> science and relativity it all gets really, really hard but the principles are time slows down the faster you go that's a known scientific yeah. fact so if you can travel faster than light then you could in theory travel backwards in time However, that's quite challenging to be able to achieve that. It's the amount of energy that's required. Well, it does, yeah. So, you need to, so again, one of the annoying aspects of, of science is if you're travelling faster and faster and faster, you get more and more massive. Yeah. So the nearer you oh. get to the speed of light, you actually need an infinite amount of energy to accelerate even further. Alan, where, if you could go back in time, Alan, where would you go? I'll probably go to 1839. Wow, that's, do, you, do you mean 20 parts, uh, 27? <laughs> no, the year 1839. That that's very specific, oh, yeah. Alan. What happened then? The creation of the Grand National. Wow. Alan's quite obsessed with the Grand National, so that would, um, he'd go to the premier Grand National. Hey, how exciting um, was that NASA announcement last week about the, the planets they've discovered? Are you talking to me or I'm, Alan? Ta- I'm, I'm talking to you now, oh, Mark. Oh, me again, yes. So, no, it was very exciting. So, uh, so because we, we've eight planets in our solar system, um, which we all know about and learned at school, but we know there are about 3,000 other planets around other star systems. 3,000 other planets. Now, that wow. means that the ch- you know, I think the chances of life existing elsewhere are getting higher and oh, higher. Oh, it's, 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 it's kind of all, let's say, mathematical certainty, but the odds, the odds are there must be something out there. There's got to be. You know, we're finding, you know, not, not every day, but certainly very, very often, we're finding that the conditions for life to evolve are more and more common than we first thought wow. in the universe. So, the, you know, the planets that NASA talked about that they discovered um, are Earth-like planets, and they, yeah. they inhabit this wonderful region around a star called the Goldilocks Zone. Uh, because cast your mind back, as a child used to read the Goldilocks story, yeah. where the three bears and some, you know, the porridge was first, it was too hot, then it was too cold, but then it was just right. And the Goldilocks Zone around a star is the region where oh. the conditions are just right for liquid water to exist and that suggests of course if liquid water is there then there's a, a fighting chance that life could exist as well so so yeah so we found these three planets like earth in the goldilocks zone around another star so there's a good chance that if life has evolved then they may well perhaps be there. I don't know, it's not evidence yet but it's just telling us that the conditions for life wow. are more and more common the just more we look. so excited right we're going to delve into the uh, the questions we're going to start with one from uh, from one of Catherine's kids let's have a little listen to this hey mark, hey, mark. how come if i eat an apple at another end of the tube my mum can hear it at the other end listen So this, 
Awesome sound effect. <laughs> yeah, I know. So this is, they, they were, uh, Catherine and, is that, no, is that Biggin or Littlen? That's Biggin, okay. Catherine and Biggin, and they're about the same age as my kids, were, they, were uh, playing around with a long cardboard tube. Oh, and I it, see. it amplified the noise down the tube. Yes. How comes? It's because the tube worked as a sort of a, to use a posh science, the engineering type word, a conduit for one of better descriptions. So yes. if you were to th- try and throw a ball down a tube, the ball would bounce against the sides. Yeah. But in the same way, oh, the, the sound bounces along the, sides. the inside of the tube. Uh, and it gets sent all the way down the tube to the other end. So it, may, it doesn't amplify it, but it carries it further. Okay, right. I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm worried that, uh, let's see what, this, I think this is from my Why eldest. are you worried? Because my boys. Oh. Have my, you any, have you heard this before? I too, right, here's the one, here's the one that I'm holding back on. Mark, can you make cheese disappear? Can you make cheese disappear, yes, Mark? Yes, I can. Okay, that's the answer to that. Thank you. Right. This it doesn't is... work on the radio very well, however. <laughs> it doesn't work. Right. Let me show you now. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> Daddy can make cheese disappear as well. Right, this is from my eldest. Hello, Mark. I really liked your show. And it, this is a question. Can you make a potion that can explode things? Bye-bye. Well, I think we know wow. you can explode yes, things. Yes, I absolutely can. I'm not, I can't give any details because then I'd probably have the anti-terrorist police <laughs> on my case. But yes, of course I can make stuff that explodes things. What is the biggest, ex- what, what, I mean, what, what is the, the biggest explosion you've ever made? Well, it has to be, the, you know, the good old hydrogen balloon, doesn't it? You know, that, yep. I mean, that, that hydrogen's a gas that, that kind of wants to steal stuff from other gases, yep. wants to steal electrons uh, from other gases. And... As a result, it makes it very reactive. And it's why we use it as a rocket fuel. So by getting a balloon full of hydrogen gas um, and then putting a match to it, when the match, the hydrogen gas and the oxygen in the air all meet and mix, you get this massive, great explosion. So I've done it some fairly whopping great sized balloons before, and they give this amazingly huge You did that as part of the show. You had a normal helium balloon, and it's like a a bang, and then you had the hydrogen balloon, and and you... It just boomed, (laughs) isn't it? It was amazing. (laughs) First time I did it, find the life out of me. It was brilliant. <laughs> and you're saying, right, everyone, you got to put your hands over your ears. We're yeah. like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, oh, whatever. my God! Yeah. But, you know, when you stand as close as I do as well, yes. you feel the shock wave. Yeah. And you feel the heat from the fireball as well. I mean, you know, it's not it's not theatre and theatrical effect that I stand there with a pole with a, <laughs> with a, with a candle on attached to the end of it. It's because I don't want to be that close to it when it goes boom. Has it ever gone wrong? And when I say wrong, I don't mean, you know, that the water didn't freeze or something. You know, has, has the fire ever got out of control or, or an explosion gone too badly on the stage? No, the, the only time I've, I've had a slight hiccup, and it was, you know, it was nothing more than really a slight hiccup, I was... Uh, the elephant's toothpaste demonstration oh, where you mix hydrogen yes. peroxide which is the stuff that bleaches hair yeah although i've got a stronger version of it if you mix hydrogen peroxide with potassium iodide um what it does is it, it releases all of the oxygen gas that's locked up in the hydrogen peroxide and then because you've chucked a load of washing up liquid in the mixture as well it, that the, that traps all the air that's being all the oxygen that's being produced and you get loads of bubbles now there was a, a, this is one of the, the shows it up at the fringe a couple of years ago um and there was there must have been some impurities in the water and instead of just producing this lovely sort of jet of foam it almost just kind of exploded out oh, the top of it i mean yeah. it looked amazing yeah yep. um, but it, it, it actually hit the roof of the theater as well it's like, <laughs> oh no how'd you get up there so it looked quite cool mark listen stay there i've got to take a break when we come back we're gonna um we're gonna find out about your your trip to the arctic we're yes gonna, brilliant. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna talk about that and we're gonna find out i've got a couple more questions uh oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand late nights with ian lee on talk radio 
Late Night Ian Lee. Unfiltered Night Talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Evening, dear listener. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We're joined by uh, Mark Thompson uh, at People's Astro. If you want to uh, follow want to follow him on Twitter, he's, um, he's a scientist and astronomer and he's an all-round brain box and does excellent, excellent shows for young people. How are your knees doing, Mark? Do you know, not too bad now. What, what happened? You, you, had, you, you had to have them all done, didn't you? Yeah, so a couple, it was probably a year and a bit ago now, I was skiing, uh, I was quite new to skiing, so it, it was quite a new activity yes. for me. I went to uh, Andorra for a skiing holiday, and I was like James Bond down there. I only fell over a few times. <laughs> and then I came back to the UK, went yeah. to a, an indoor ski centre, yeah. and I fell down on the way down the slope. It wasn't, I wasn't going fast, I think I just hit a lump of snow. Yeah. Uh, I think I was turning to the left, and I kind of twisted my left leg so the bottom of my leg went in one direction and the upper bit went Aye. other direction which is not to be recommended no, because that's I not snapped the technique. my anterior cruciate ligament and I felt it go ping oh. in my knee and my knee felt all wobbly and it was really sore for a while and of course you know like all blokes I, I kind of whinged yeah. and quite a lot so, uh, so I had surgery just before Christmas 22nd of December uh, and I've been going through the uh, the motions of lots of rehabilitation, lots of exercise. This is why I would never go. I, I'm a tall, lanky man, and I would. This is why I've never skiing doesn't appeal to me because my legs. I know my legs would just snap. I don't. Being tall and lanky isn't a problem. I, one of the problems that I've got is I'm I'm a bit bendy, so I'm a oh. bit hyper hypermobile. I think they call it. Uh, and if your your legs bend a little bit more than you know than as is normal, yeah. then they've got less. Uh, protection, uh, and so your legs will bend a little bit further than they should do, and that's when ligaments tend to snap, so now, I'm a bit more susceptible to it. Your legs are quite important, because you're off on, yes. a, uh, on a special adventure. I am, so a very good friend of mine, Helen Fosparrow, who you may have uh, recognised as a TV yeah. presenter, a wonderful uh, TV presenter, uh, she, are, she she cajoled me, it didn't take a lot of cajoling, to be fair, to go yeah. along on an Arctic experience See, that, that she's sounds, organising. that sounds, um, well, it sounds cold, it's, that sounds yes. terrible, why? It is, well, she's, she's doing it to raise money for Bernardo's, a wonderful children's charity doing yeah. loads of really good work around the country. Yeah. Um, and she's one of their ambassadors. Uh, and so she was organising this, this this Arctic thing to, to, to raise the awareness and to raise funds for the charity. Um, and I'm going along with her. Uh, unfortunately, it coincided about 12 weeks after I had my knee operation, so I've had to work really hard to get my knee back up to scratch. And so what, what, how, does it, how does it work? What are you doing? Well, we're doing a, a, a number, most of the details, to be honest, I'm not sure about. I've got, a, oh. I've got about 100 pages of stuff to read to find out exactly what's going on i know i'm flying out of heathrow airport on uh tuesday next week i think it is yeah and we are going and i think we're flying into finland helsinki and then going from somewhere from there uh and we'll be we'll be doing some cross-country skiing which i've never tried i've wow. done downhill which makes me sound quite exciting but yeah. i'm not that good clearly um so we'll be doing some cross-country skiing we'll be doing some snowshoe walking some husky sledging that i could do i and, could do the husky sledging yes well, and building an igloo which i believe we even sleep in as wow. well uh, at some point that probably at night uh, I I, do you know what i don't normally but i bunged you a few quid because i thought anyone that can oh, keep geez, no anyone mate. that can keep my boys entertained oh. for an hour and inspired and keep them standing still for five well, minutes keep them standing still and also the eldest is he, 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 I, I think something has clicked with him after seeing as a result of seeing your show oh, wow. so i'm i'm happy to put a few quid in your pocket if people want to uh, donate and it's, of course it's a very brilliant charity as well how, how do they charity. go how do they do it well we have got a just giving page set up but i can't remember the link so if you go to my website 
website, which is markthompsonastronomy.com, which yeah. is probably easy to remember, then you'll find a link on the very front page, big red button that takes to the Just Giving page, where you can donate anything, even a penny yep. would help. It's all good. It's a good. Ch- I'm good. I'll, when we finish in a couple of minutes, Mark, I'll tweet the, the, the link oh, for all of that. Right. Fabulous. Let's. We've got two more questions. Right now, is this is this from your, your little and um, Kath? This other question. Is this, this is from Kath Little. Here we go. Is Kath hey. your imaginary friend? Kath, Kath does not exist. Okay, Kath is fine, not fine, a real fine. person. Okay. okay. <laughs> Here we go. Hey, go. Mark. Is it true that we're all made out of lots of bits of? Stars. Is it true we're all made out of lots of yes. bits of stars? That's a Lovely good question. question. That is a brilliant question, and she's absolutely right. We are all made of bits of stars. So when the universe formed 15, 15, 13, 14 billion years ago, it was mostly made of hydrogen. That's all the only gas that was there. But inside us is things like carbon, oxygen, silicon, all sorts of different things. <laughs> Some people got more silicon than others. Yeah, yes. um, and it's all these heavy elements that exist in our bodies that had to come from somewhere. And the place that makes those heavy elements are stars. So throughout the process of a star's life, even our sun, it's turning hydrogen into helium and helium into those heavier elements. So every atom that's inside our bodies has been made inside a star and at some point the star will have died, blown up and all that material thrown out in space. So you can either say that you're made of stardust, which is really quite lovely and romantic, yeah. Or, if you're a scientist, you'd say you're made of nuclear degenerate matter. Oh, which isn't not... really quite as nice. The, the, in, in the, they, of course, in the Joni Mitchell song, Woodstock, they sing, we are stardust, we are golden. They we, do. They can't, you can't they sing, we are... nuclear degenerate, there's not enough It's syllables. not quite as catchy. No. Right, Maybe we should do a different one. <laughs> with the alternative lyrics. <laughs> scientifically accurate. Yes. Oh, speaking of which, have you heard the, um, the They Might Be Giants album, Science Is Real? No. Oh, mate, get it. They might be giants who had a big hit with Birdhouse in Your Soul. They Every now and then they'll release albums for, for younger people. And they did a... Brilliant... For me, for example. Well, yes, exactly. You're a oh, younger you're person. Kind. And they did an album called Science Is Real. And it's... All of the songs are about science. And they, uh, they've got two songs... On what the sun is made of, because aren't there There's a lot of stuff to talk about? Well, aren't they, 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 they have? Well, I can't remember it's so long since I've listened. But one theory, then the next song is saying actually that theory in the last song is a bit old and a bit out of date. Yeah, okay. And, yeah. and this is a new theory yeah. about what the sun is made of. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll download it. I've never heard of it before. But I'll, oh, I'll mate, be oh mate, do it, do it. Honestly, right. This is the, this is the last question. This is from my youngest, and I, I apologise in advance. Ma- Mark, please, can you make a pot of liquids? And you have blue, um, dye, blue dye, and then you put the dye into the liquid, and then it, and then it makes the water blue and red. Wow, that is very descriptive, isn't it? (laughs) So, you you know, there there, there is... (laughs) How do you answer that? So, yeah, I mean, there, there is a really good... The funny thing, of course, all these kids are in bed now, aren't they? They're asking all these questions. Oh, no, no, I'll have to play this bit to the boys so, tomorrow. So. Yes, there is, there's a wonderful experiment <laughs> called the iodine, iodine clock. So oh, yeah. a chemical called iodine, and it's this rather remarkable chemical reaction that takes place where you kind of mix up a few chemicals, and you, you kind of end up putting one, one cup of coloured chemicals into the other cup of coloured chemicals, and then after... A period of time it's only about 20 seconds yeah it just suddenly clears the, oh. you know, it's not just a, it's not a process where the liquid clears as you pour one into the other one you pour one liquid into the other liquid and then after about 20 seconds it just suddenly goes clear and that's a pretty wow. wacky experiment so get get them to search that on, on um, the web it, it's brilliant but final thing uh, on the, we have a recurring theme on this show uh, uh, are you aware of the flat earth 
phenomenon. Yes. Um, it's, it's, Can I come back on Wednesday and talk to well, these lovely people? Please let me. Please let me. We, we, we've had a few flat earthers. Come on. Now, my thoughts on flat earthers. Yeah. A... It's a really fun argument to have, to, to, to take the view that the Earth is flat and to, to you know, if you, you, you take the point that all of the pictures from NASA are fake and it's a fun argument to have yes. as, as an exercise in arguing, OK? Yes. So I think, I think some of them are doing it as a sport. OK. I think some of them, including the young lady we have on Wednesday, genuinely I believe the Earth is flat. And they, they think it's, it's, it's NASA, uh, can, you know, that uh, only the American government know what's beyond the North mm. Pole and mm. all of this stuff. Is there, is there a really simple thing I can say to a flat earther yes. that is a simple fact that will prove that the Earth is round? Yes. Go on. Look at the moon during a lunar eclipse. So... A lunar eclipse. You yeah. thought it was going to be a nice quick answer. No, no, uh, this is great. Lunar Go on. Eclipse, an eclipse of the moon yes. happens when the Earth sits directly in between the sun and the moon. Yeah. And you will see the shadow of the Earth right. on the moon. And we can all see that whenever there's a lunar eclipse. If the moon's visible, half the Earth will get to see it. You don't need a telescope. You can just watch it with your eyes. Yeah. And you will see a circular shadow pass across the moon. And that shadow comes from the Earth. It's not a straight shadow. It's not a square shadow. It's not a line, <laughs> it's a circular shadow. That's because, I would suggest, the Earth is round. Actually, the Earth is really an oblate spheroid. An oblate that's spheroid? that's me going a little bit too far for well. maybe this time. Um, I don't know. So you're off on your trip, how long are you away for? Uh, five days, okay. not, uh, not long. And, and th- have you got more shows coming up? Yes, I'm actually off down to Winchester this coming weekend. Beautiful. Um, and then I've got other stuff after that when I get back from the Arctic. If I get back from the Arctic, I might end up being a frozen... Gosh, no, don't, don't, this will be the last... Well, Mark, we had Mark Thompson on the show last week, and you, you may have heard he's passed away. Um, in his, his igloo collapsed on him. Um, no, don't. Trying hey. to super cool water in the Arctic or some <laughs> such crazy stunt. <laughs> hey, Mark, listen, uh, anytime you want to come on and, and have a chat, you're more than, more than welcome. Uh, you know, honestly, anyone that can inspire my, my two boys and keep them quiet for an hour, you are an angel in my eyes. Uh, best of luck on your trip. I hope you raise Thank loads you of money, and I hope indeed. you come back safely, and we'll speak to you again soon, Thank you very much indeed. Thank you, mate. Cheers. Bye bye. Uh, Mark Thompson. I'll tweet his his website and his um, uh, his Twitter handle in a minute if you if you're following me. Uh, honestly, if you're stuck for a, a um, you know a show during Easter will be coming up a, well, a few weeks away. You see that he's listed in your um, your local art centre at a weekend. Honestly, I cannot recommend it enough. It was absolutely brilliant and sometimes i take the kids to children's shows and i kind of use it as a as a chance to close my eyes and meditate for an hour i was hooked i was totally hooked by it it really is absolutely wonderful mark thompson thank you very much indeed right the phone lines are open dear listener 0344 499 1000 late nights with ian lee on talk radio the wild man of late night radio is back ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk dear listener i've got no phone calls lined up and it's always a, it's always a, 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 a thank you mark i thoroughly enjoyed that it's always for me as a host um a, a tough gig opening the show with the guest because i've noticed what you do is you all sit there and listen which is wonderful and you've lots of tweets and and, and, and periscope comments thank you um, but then it takes a while for you to realise that you can... You can, I mean, you can phone up when I've got pretty much any guest on. Um, but I know that you, you've told me you like to just sit there and listen to it. And we had some great questions from the kids and from, from Alan. Um, but then afterwards, it's always like I've got to work twice as hard to try and get some phone calls. And do you know what? Tonight, I don't think I'm going to do that. 
I think tonight, I'm not going to work twice as hard to try and get some phone calls. I think tonight, I'm going to work half as hard to try and get some phone calls. So, here's a punt. I'm not going to do anything until we get some phone calls. It's a punt, isn't it? Got, literally got nothing on the switchboard. It may backfire spectacularly. You may have two hours and 15 minutes of nout. But I'm going to sit here, and you can watch me on periscope.tv slash Ian Lee, um, and wait for some phone calls, shall we? I'll, I'm, I'll give out the number from time to time. 0344... Four nine nine one thousand. You phone up. You speak to Kath. She'll take your name and number and give you a call back. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. I'm not going to work twice as hard. I'm going to work half as hard. So let's see what happens. Evening, Hannah. Hello, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. You all right? Yep, I'm fine. I'm alive. Good. It's always a bonus. Yep. Lovely interview with, um, Michael, was it Michael Thompson? Mark Thompson, yeah, he's, he's a delightful chap. And he's he's clever and he's funny and, and um, he's, he's a really, really nice person, you know. So, um, happy to celebrate his work. He's He's, a, he's one of the good guys. He's very enthusiastic about his work, yeah. as well, which I like. Yeah, he is, and I, I wish I'd had science teachers. I, I, actually, I had an English teacher who was like that, and I wish I'd had a science teacher who'd been like that. Yeah. And it was really nice to hear about your little boy as well, getting and being encouraged by his work. Yeah, oh, he's, 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 over, he's, he's over the moon. We've got, so we've got these DVDs, Bangos the something or other, some BBC DVDs for young for children, and um, he keeps, Dad, come, come and watch this, look, they're going to make a, a go-kart go, go with a fire extinguisher. It's brilliant. Love it. Yes. Excellent. I see your bit has gone, well, part of it. Two-thirds of it have gone. I had to, um, I was going to get, uh, I've been feeling the last couple of weeks I want to get rid of it a bit. Um, and then last night, a performance ring, I just thought, I don't feel like I I, I should have a beard. I was going to shave it when I got home, but I didn't have any um, uh, any razors. So um, this afternoon, I, I dug out my clippers, and I, I kind of shaved off the sides, and I thought, oh, a goatee. I've never worn a goatee before. Have you? No, I never have. And so I thought, I'm, I've got nice big sideburns that you can't see because my headphones are, are covering them. And I've got a goatee. And I thought, oh, I'll, I'll wear this th- for the afternoon. Um, and then I thought, oh, I'll come into work and I'll expect everyone to take the mick. And no one's taking the mick. And it kind of looks all right. So I might keep it. I've got a TV thing on Friday. I might keep it for that. And then next week I might shave it down to like a sort of... Um, um, what, what's that group that did uh, the YMCA? What was the what was the name of that group? Uh, oh, um, oh, village people. Yeah, I might grow it into a village. Yeah. I might cut it into a village people moustache for a few days. 
Then, yeah. then a dad tash, and then I'll get rid of it. I think it's sushi. Yeah, it looks all right, actually, doesn't it? Um, you you what, don't what see many goatees. Oh, it's just some. It just says there's nothing. It's nothing. Uh, it's not common. Nothing. It's TV work. Here. It's TV work, but it's on a channel that my mum can't pick up. So as far as I'm concerned, it's not real TV. I'll tell us. Fair enough. Nice one, Hannah. Thank you, Hemo. Hello. How you doing, man? Yeah, good. Thanks. I'm a bearded man. Um, full face beard. Full face beard. Yeah, I was until um, about six hours ago. Yeah, I really liked yours. It was good. Now I'm a goatee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I've had a goatee. I've had, I think I've had every sort of variation you can do. Hitler moustache! Since I was 17. Mm, I've had a Hitler moustache for about an hour. Yeah. I wonder if I would dare to come into work with a, as I like to call it, an Oliver Hardy moustache. Of course, of course. Yes. I wonder, I might, I'm maybe, okay, we'll, we'll do the um, Hardy stroke Hitler moustache for a night. Mm. Cass yeah, looking worried. It's a fa- you, you can't be a racist for facial hair. It's just if you do the side parting as well. Well, yeah, I'm not, well, I've got a, quite a strong side parting. You can't be, I'm not a fascist right. just because of facial hair. I will not be <laughs> dictated to. I will do the I heard, I heard you saying the other week that you shave the whole, well, it's just good to shave the whole thing off every now and then. Yeah, I think, and well, I think, it's, fresh. I think it's good for your skin. Do you know last time I was clean shaven? Yeah. Oof, don't know, maybe seven or eight years ago? Aye. Well, That's I've had this beard, beard f- since... I started growing it December 2015. Then mm. I, I, had a sh- I shaved it off last June and then grew it back immediately. So it's, just, so it's a year. It's a long time for me. So um, yeah. just, it's just, just nice to play around a bit, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. My dad's got a goatee at the moment, but he's always been a full beard since I've known him, <laughs> since I was born. Are there any... Because um, beards, beards are in, although I think they're on the wane slightly. Dad tashes are... I can't think of anyone... F- Famous that's got a goatee at the moment. Mm, Ricky Gervais often has one. Yeah, Gervais does. Um, has Hammond got one? Hammond, yeah, he has a goatee. I don't really like his though. No, no. Well, he, I, I, you get the suspicion that he fills in the the gaps with a with a, a, a sharpie yeah. or something, don't you? I think I've, uh, what's his name, Louis C.K. has one. Okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm aware, but not particularly familiar. He's but, Lenny Henry. Well, quite often, I'm not saying this about Lenny Henry, but yeah. quite often, when celebrities of an age grow a goatee, mm. it means they've had plastic surgery, and it's to hide... Oh, really? Yeah, it means they've had a facelift. Not, not yeah. suggesting Henry for a second, although I would possibly suggest Tom Jones. Yeah, you have to, I think you can see his around his lips. Yeah, and um, it, it, you get... Um, they grow a goatee just to kind of hide the scarring under the chin. David Guest used to have it as well, didn't David he? David Guest. Oh, poor yeah. old David Guest. Yeah, he did, didn't he? Didn't he? Which I, I can't ever... I was watching... Um, I'm watching this Paddington Green programme, which is like this documentary soap, docu-soap from about 2000. Okay. I'm obsessed with it. And there's a transsexual um, lady there who works as a prostitute, and she um, is upset with her chin and her nose, so she goes to have plastic surgery. And um, I'm fascinated by plastic surgery, Hemo, because I cannot... Mm. Ever, unless I got like horribly scarred or burned, I can't ever imagine why. I can never. I I, I can't think I would ever get plastic surgery or a facelift I or agree. anything like that. That's the thing. I've got a wonky nose from yeah. where I broke, and unless it ever caused me problems, I don't see why I need to fix it. It's just who I am now. And like you say, unless you get a big scar or something. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm starting to. I, I'm just. 
the last six months, I've just started to look a bit older. I just feel that I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm on the other side now, as it were. I was going up the hill, now I'm coming down the hill. But I just, you know, we all stand in the mirror and we pull our forehead and we pull out, you know, we, our eyes and stuff. But I just can't imagine ever thinking, do you know what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to go and get um, my eyes done a bit. I'm going to go and get, you know, the bags under the... I can't imagine why people would, would do that. I've got a whole thing at the moment. Have a quick guess at what age I am. Oh, I, you, I normally only... Is it tough? No, no, it's not tough. It's not tough because you're uh, 41. Nope. Go on. Way off. Well, go on. You've lost. I'm 29. I'm 30 this year. Hey, well, well I would... Th- here's, the th- here's the thing to my trick. I, yeah. nev- I never give out someone's age unless I'm pretty sure. So if someone asks okay, me... I, I, you know, I, didn't, I didn't mean to test you. You, you press anyway, me, Emma. You press me. I've got, I've, I've got a big thing this year. This is the year I'm... Um, Sorting my, you know, having a little body checkup. I've not been to the doctors oh. for about ten years. Finger up the bum. And, well, that's the thing. Yeah, it's going to happen. This yep. is the year. Do it. Get that. Get I'm, that I'm doctor's finger up your bum. Yeah, but I need to register with the doctor first. <sighs> You're not registered and with now, the doctor. No, I've never needed one. You really. can't because of all the bloody immigrants. <laughs> that's probably true. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say the b word. You've never needed the doctors in your twenty-nine, nearly well, your thirty years of life. No, and do you know what else? This is a true thing. I went to the dentist two weeks ago for the first time in 12 years. Yeah. I just never went to the dentist. And I don't go... Like I, I, I grew up going to the dentist every six months, every six months. And yeah. now I kind of go like once a year, maybe once every 18 months. Because yeah. um, all they'll do is they say, you need to go to the hygienist. I brush my That's teeth regularly. I've only got one... I've got, I had my first filling last year, my first ever filling, and I was devastated to get it. Um, I can't even remember what tooth it's in now, but I, you know, I, 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 I brush my teeth and it, they don't hurt, so I don't need to go. Yeah, exactly. That's what I thought. So yeah. But same with it, same with opticians. I can read. I can read. I don't need to mm-hmm. squint. I don't need to go. There you go. That's it. <sighs> no point. No point putting a stress on it. That's what I think. Yeah, and I've saved a lot of money. Yeah, dentists are well expensive. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I um when, when I did was doing a show for BBC ages ago, and I, 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 in the event of a, 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 a of a rehearsal, I fell off the stage. Fell off the stage. It was about eight <laughs> foot high, and I and I knocked myself up for a second, and um and I chipped a couple of teeth. And the BBC, your license fee, they said, D- go to a private dentist to get these fixed. We'll, we'll obviously we'll pay for it. You know, it's it's absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. So I went to a private dentist, and it was a, it was a chip in one tooth and a chip a chip in, in another tooth at the back. And they said, yeah, it would cost about 10 grand. I went, well, you what? They said about 10 grand. So I went to the NHS dentist and I said, look, is there anything you can do with these? And they went, yeah, 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 we can fix that. I said, how much? They said, oh, be about, it's going to be about 100 quid. I went, all right, I'll go, I'll do that. (laughs) I'll do that then. 10 grand's ridiculous. If a two chip, filling in two chips. And then what, then one of the repairs came out and it's like, it don't matter. It's only teeth. I can eat. I can eat and smile and scowl, Hemo. As long as you can do that, that's good. Those are the things. Hemo, thank you very much indeed. I tell you what, let's try this for the next couple of hours. Um, normally when it's quiet on the phones, I work double hard to um, entice you to call in. And do you know what? I'm off next week. Got a week off. And I- I'm already, my brain is kind of slowing down ever so slightly. So tonight, I'm not going to work double hard to get you to call in. I'm going to work half as hard. And by that, what I mean is, I'll sit here, I'll do my time, 
I'll do the next two hours. Don't worry. Of course I will. But I'm not going to go through the papers. I've, I've written down some stories from the papers. They can go in the bin. Let's get rid of them. Don't need the papers. We're not going to go through the papers. We'll just sit here and wait. And if you choose to call in, that would be brilliant. And if you don't choose to call in, well, that's going to be uncomfortable, isn't it? Not for me. Maybe not for you. Um, 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Talk Radio. I, I don't have anything to say. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello. Hello. Hello, Ian. I don't, like to, I don't want to drag your show down because you're talking about science stuff and all the rest, but I want to ask you this question. You know when you play the, um, the Fall Guy theme tune? Yes. Um, now, there's various verses on, on YouTube, right? I was just wondering, um, the one I prefer is the one you play with the police siren, which seems to make the theme. If you play it without the siren, it sounds good. The siren okay. is um, is integral to the... The, I'd, the siren is integral to it, I would imagine. I, I think I got my version. I think I bought it off of um, iTunes. Yeah. So, yeah well, I, on YouTube, you, get, you can get a version without the siren, and it's no good at all. No. Have you heard the B-side? Because it was released as a single. Have you heard the B-side to that? No. It's a song called Lust or Lust in a Lady Thithe. <laughs> it's um it's well worth going to have a li- having a listen to. Right, right. Okay. What are you calling you? Sorry? What are you calling you? Lust in a Lust in a Lady's Eyes. Lust in a Lady's Eyes, okay. Right. Okay. N- nice one, Hugh. Thank you, mate. Okay, cheers. Bye bye. Bye. Hello? 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 Is there anybody out there? Yes. Uh, <laughs> evening, Ian. Evening, so, Chris. So, you, you're being slightly mellow this evening, and you're not shouting like you normally do. And you're you're still being as obnoxious as you always uh, are? No, I'm not. No, no, no. Uh, don't... Uh, so, uh, okay... That's a terrible thing to say. So I've been obnoxious to you, have I? I take that as a yes. Yeah, you have been, yeah. 
Right. I was going to. I rang up to say I enjoyed your interview with um, Tommy Cannon. Thank you. It was good, wasn't yes, it? Yes, I did. I asked some good questions. Yes. So, if I came across, if I do come across as obnoxious, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you do shout, don't you? And you are obnoxious from time oh. to time. All right. Uh, 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 my partner calls me everything. I don't need you to call me everything. Well, I don't need you to critique my performance. Oh, thank. Uh, well, I don't critique your performance. You I'll have you know. You just I don't. did. You just did. You know, if I, I, I've, I've got a, a button on the radio. I can turn it over. Yeah. But I, I choose to listen to you. And phone up and critique. Huh. If, if we if we if if we're being honest, then then you have been obnoxious in the past. All right, I had a few glasses of wine, and yes, okay, I know it's no excuse, but um, yes, I did. But I'd like to tell you a story, um, what happened to um, us this weekend, which I thought was really good. Did you get robbed? I didn't for a change, actually. Okay. I know, the the amount of iPads I've had robbed off me, bloody hell, and I'll buy another one. I've had about... No, three I've had robbed off me. Gits. But I know I went to an hotel with my partner this weekend, and um, she's got a guide dog. I'm tumbling along with my white cane. Tap 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 tap. And uh, well, it, it sounds silly, I suppose. But I thought it was a nice gesture by the hotel, actually, um, that um, when we checked in, they said, if, even though we carry things for Ziggy, the guide dog, uh, my partner's guide dog, um, it was a, um, a bed for the guide dog and a bowl for the guide dog in the room. I thought that, you know, I thought that was quite good, actually. That's what nice. Oh, you don't sound very impressed by that. No, as, I, as I've said, normally, I, when the calls are a bit quiet, I work twice as hard. Well, tonight, I'm going to work half as hard. Right. <laughs> I don't know what to say now. Hmm? Right. Hmm. Okay, then. Do uh, you, you play all these songs, like uh, that guy who was the fall guy? Who was you talking about? The fall guy was the show. He was it um, because you play all these um, theme songs from old shows. Yeah, I'd never heard um, what was the song before. Um, the Dukes of Hazard. I've never heard you play that before. I've never played it. No, that's why I've never heard it then. I've never watched it. Why is that then? Wasn't allowed to watch it as a kid. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I, I I imagine there was something on the other side that my mum wanted to watch. <laughs> well, fair enough. No, so Cammy's you know, uh, um, texted him. Uh, uh, I, I was Cammy's tweeted in. You lot, you lot need to have a look at Ian Lee. How you calling the blind Welsh bloke obnoxious? You're being a full time bell end. Oh, oh, come on. No, 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 no. That's a tweet. No. <laughs> That's a tweet. 
No. <laughs> no, someone's calling me a bellend. I, I, I can stick out for myself. Thank you. Thank you. I, it, you know, uh, Thank my... You. Thank you. Thank you, Cammy. My, um, <laughs> like, I live down in Wales, as you can imagine. Well, I don't think I've got a Welsh accent, actually. <laughs> but I don't take offence from anybody if they, if they, you know, sometimes when they mean it seriously, yeah, don't take me for a fool just because I show kindness to people. Don't, yeah, I will turn on you. Not you personally, uh, I will. Like I've I've got some good neighbours, and they they look after me. Not I need to be looked after, but sometimes I get a little bit lost. I'm tampering around with my cane, and my neighbour will call me all. How are you? How are you, Joe? And he'll call me this. Who's Joe? Uh, my next door neighbour. And no, he sounds as. He's a really nice fella. He is. And, but we can... Uh, it's insulting people, and it's having... Well, I'd like to say it's called banter, really. So if somebody calls me... Um, you know, I have a good friend, which... You know, I, I moved away from where I used to live to, because they were all assholes up there, really. <laughs> Actually, sorry. <laughs> And I go up there now and again. I haven't lived up there for about 30 years, actually. Oh, Christ, I'm 50 this year. I can't believe it. I'm, force, I'm 44 this year. Bloody hell. Yeah, it's old. Only a youngster, then. Well. I know. I know. I, I, well, as far as I'm concerned, I've, I've still got... Um, well, I, when I go and get my hair cut, I say, can you cut some of the grey hairs out? <laughs> I know, like, when we were in in that hotel over the weekend, I saw, and the hotel we stayed in is close close to a beach. So my 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 friend partner said to me, and right, we'll go down the beach. Right, okay, right. I know where I'm going. I got a little bit lost, mm. which we always do, and I always make sure you make sure you got your phone on you, because I always get we always get lost, mm. um, because one minute. I'm in front of her, or one minute I'm behind her, next minute, right, where are you? <laughs> and it's, I don't do it on purpose. So, uh, we, we were in the car park of the hotel, the next minute one of the chefs came out in, and he said, where do you want to go? <laughs> and of course it was like a, a little sort of slip road down, down onto the sort of boardwalk onto the beach. So, yeah, and so as soon as I knew where I was going again then, yeah. But then, you know the stupid thing about it, Ian? Even though you think I'm obnoxious. No, I didn't say that. When we came, because I eventually, because it's little ramps going down onto the beach. So, yeah. um, my partner's guide dog is called Ziggy, which a fabulous guide dog she is. Um, so... We got down onto the beach and leave leave have a good run, run on a Sunday morning. Have a good run. It was, Christ, it was raining, blowing. 
I'm trying to I'm trying to light a cigarette because I got a filthy habit. Um. Well, thanks for calling, Chris. You are. So that was. Uh, so, uh, but just before you go, you was. I'm not. Say, I'm not you, going. Just. Well, why did you say thank you for calling then? Because you're going. I didn't say that. No, I did. Oh, so you're telling me to bugger off then? Well, you want to stay on for the whole hour and three quarters? No, 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 not no. at all. No. Well, I, how I, long? How long were you thinking of staying? I, I was just going to tell you, right? I know. I sort of. How long were you thinking of staying? Um, for uh, the next minute or so. Okay, the next minute. Go. Yeah. I was just going to say, I lost the ramp coming back up, and we ended up in, um, down the gower in, in Swansea. So, there you go. That's just, I think I can see. She tells me you can't see a bleeding thing. Yes, I can. So, there you are. That's my minute up, is it? So, you can carry on shouting You've got again, 40, now. 40 seconds. Right. <laughs> I'll just put it in silence now. Isn't it a song? Uh, what what no, was you that couldn't. song? No, what was that you song? Couldn't. Silent song. Got twenty seconds left, Chris. What was that silent song? I said. I can hold silence as long as you want to. You, you've not been able to once in this phone conversation. <laughs> yeah, because you keep on interrupting me. You can carry on shouting again now. Anyway. That's your minute up, Chris. Good night. Uh, all right, take care. <laughs> Tonight I'm working half as hard. Instead of working twice as hard, I'm going to work half as hard. It would appear from Twitter that you're not enjoying it. Why? Why are you not enjoying it? You want me to go through the boring stories in the papers that I've... Always jot down before the show to use as filler when there isn't anything interesting or fun to talk about. You want me to do that? You want me to tell you what I did at the weekend? Why? What would you get out of that? You want me to talk about my depression? Why? Why? If the... um if the silence and the gaps make you uncomfortable, well, that's up to you to fix that. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I'm feeling uncomfortable. Isn't that funny? The radio show for people who know the best part of the day is the night. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello? Hello. Is that Ian? Yep. Yeah, I was surfing the radio, and uh, I suddenly come across you in this silent mode, and it's totally entranced me, because the radio is full of endless hype, people babbling on about rubbish. I thought, this guy's just put his foot on the brake there, and that's not allowed. So you've shattered everything just by being silent. You've actually 
destroy commercial radio. <laughs> and you know what? Because it's so unusual and novel, I just couldn't switch you off. So I've been listening to you to see how long you can sustain a fool before someone says, Ian, you're getting paid to do this. You're getting paid to be a god and to talk, 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 talk. And silence is not allowed. Now, either you're a madman and you want to get sacked, or you've got a better job to go to. <laughs> or you've stumbled across a unique way of doing radio, which I've decided is you create space for other people. I mean, every presenter on the radio wants to dominate the conversation. They give you two seconds to say something, and then they pour out their ideas and just drown you out. And if you make a fool of them, they just cut you off. But by being silent, you're allowing people to unwind on the radio. Um, and it might work, but you probably have to try this, Ian, for a good length of time. I mean, a one-off won't do. I mean, this could be new experimental radio, uh, totally avant-garde, or as John Lennon said, French for bullshit. But uh, <laughs> you could just keep that silence rolling, and people will ring up to fill the silence. Because there's one thing in the modern age that we cannot tolerate, and that's silence. Because we have to listen to ourselves then. We have to listen to our own mind, our own thoughts, our own hearts, our own feelings. And uh, we start to panic a bit because we're so used to being bombarded by the media, by other people's ideas, that uh, we don't, we, we've lost the habit of thinking for ourselves. But if you could create a whole, I mean, I'd love it. Instead of being called talk radio, call it the radio of silence. And if people want to come on and say nothing, but just commune with you in silence, and I wonder what would happen then. I mean, uh, how long could we last for? <laughs> I'm tempted to go silent myself, but you know what? It doesn't feel it doesn't feel normal. It feels like we're stepping out into outer space, you know. And I like gravity. I like to be pulled back down to earth. I like to have some rock under my feet, you know. And on the radio, that's sound. Because if you kill the sound. What is it but space? Empty space. And uh, it's a vacuum. And as we know, nature loads a vacuum. So we'll always fill it with something. So it's not you talking. It's going to have to be somebody else. But, and this is the sad part, you pick up the check. And all we get is a chance to speak. Now, I don't begrudge you that check, Ian, because obviously you're a professional guy and you've got to where you are because you've got talent and you've got your own show on a national radio station and, uh, you, you know, people enjoy your show, obviously. But uh, it, I think it's uh, obligatory for you to speak and to create the discussion I mean, I like listening to the uh, newspapers, you know, because I don't read. Nobody reads newspapers these days. You go in a supermarket, you get these big bundles of newspapers, and nobody buys them anymore. 
So the only time I get to know what's in the newspapers is when I listen to the radio and the radio host tells you what the headlines are and what the big stories are. Because you see them on the internet as well. But, um, you know, maybe you should just use a bit of silence and still tell us what's in the newspapers because that's a public service you're providing there. And uh, we're dependent on that, Ian. Otherwise, we won't know what rubbish is in the newspapers. <laughs> okay, Ian. Hello? Is there anybody out there? Have I been cut off? Goodbye. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Instead of doing twice the work, tonight I'm doing half the work. Hello? Hello? Hello, is that Ian? Yep. Hello, Ian. This is Ian from France. Yep. Are you well? I'm okay. Are you? I, I, I've been. Um, I've been in in combat with the uh, Paul uh, Joseph Watson Brigade. Um, and found them to be a, a depressingly boring group of human beings. And, and it, it, it is difficult. So, so let's talk. Let's talk. There is a problem in society. There is a problem in society. I do not live in England. And yet, I am England. My heart is England. And yet, I do not live in England. People such as Paul Joseph Watson create great pain in my heart as because they represent England and that is not the England that I that, 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 that is not the England that I know. The England that I know is a place of warmth and love and humanity and just and, and beauty. Of course, of course there is there, there is conflict, of course there are arguments, of course people fall out of a trivial, nonsensical things. However, the Paul Joseph Watsons, the Nigel Farages, the what's the name of the woman on, on, on your on your very own station? Um, oh, I can't even remember her name, which is probably a good thing. Hartley Brewer, something Hartley Brewer. They spew hatred 
into the ether, spew hatred into the universe. They convince us that the world is full of nothing but but bile and hate, and that you are judged by your colour, by your sex, by your religion, by your belief system. Nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. We are love, we are hope, we are stardust, my friend. We are stardust, my friend. Each and and every one of us, snowflake to a man. I'm a snowflake, I'm proud, I'm proud to be a snowflake. I'm proud to be a snowflake. I hope to die a snowflake. I will never believe their lies, their hatred, their bile, their non-stop rhetoric of destruction and division. I will never believe that. I love you, Ian. I love, I love all around me. I radiate love. I receive love. Love is our future. God bless you. We love. Bye-bye. There we go. That's that. Um, it's funny, isn't it? Um, some of you are loving it and some of you are hating it. I haven't done anything for 20 minutes. And you've had, um, with Paul and with Ian... Probably two of the most impassioned monologues that you've heard on the radio in a long, long time. interesting isn't it Lane on Twitter says phenomenal stuff Suzanne says it's not comfortable to listen to it's awkward and feels mean What I think you you are doing, dear listener, is you're filling in the silences with your own um, your own interpretation of what's happening. I'm not being mean. The three callers this hour have known what I'm doing. They phoned up um, voluntarily, so it's not mean, 
It's interesting Suzanne thinks it's me. There are other people who um, who don't like it. Tip-top photography. I like your show usually, but seeing you on Periscope not talking makes me feel sad. Why? Jamal, wow, you finally gone mental, mate? <laughs> I don't know. Here's the deal. We're in now, so there's no... Um, there's no backing out. We're committed to this. <clears throat> On nights... When it's quiet on the phones, I normally work twice as hard. Tonight, I am going to work half as hard. We've got another hour and a half left. That might mean no one calls in for the next hour and a half. I don't know. Um... Maybe we all need a bit of quiet. Maybe we need a little bit of thinking time. Use this wisely. Use it as thinking time. I'll give you the number. If you want to call him, you can. If not, you could use it as thinking time or you could switch off early, have an early night. Um, you can get angry. Do whatever you want. Do whatever you want to do. Oh three, four four, four nine nine one thousand. I've got stuff I can be doing, so I can sit here and do that stuff. That would feel odd for me, but um, I can do it. I've got stuff to do on the computer. And um, it may not, in inverted commas, work. I don't know quite what I mean by work. I mean, for something to work, you kind of need... Uh, there needs to be an end goal, doesn't there? There needs to be an achievement where you can say, well, I reached that achievement, it worked. I didn't re reach that achievement, it didn't work. So th there is no end goal to this. There is no um, achievement. There is no, um, uh, you know, I don't get a star at the end if I get what I want.
Hello? Yeah? Ian? Yeah? Hello? Yeah? It's Declan from Liverpool. Um, have you ever read a, a book by Ian Banks called Dead Air? Is that the one? Remind me. Um, it's about a radio presenter, and he has uh, a habit of uh, having gaps, silence, which uh, is radio death, really. Um, but anyway, um, I'm a fellow um, manic depressive bipolar uh, sufferer, um, and I love his show. And I was reading uh, some John Updike recently, and a paragraph uh, that really resonated with me when he said, um, "Life robs us. Life robs us of ourselves." Piece by small piece, until what is left is somebody entirely different. Now that sounds a bit sad, doesn't it? But um, something to think about, isn't it? What do you reckon? I'm not bipolar. Oh, sorry, uh, but you do suffer from depression, and you do take uh, metazapine, don't you? Yeah. Okay, sorry, sorry. I got... No, I just wanted to. I'm not 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 a criticism. I just wanted to 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 clarify if there was uh, any course. confusion. Right. Dead air. Anyway, in I remember when you were on the eleven o'clock show on the telly, and Ricky Gervais was just a mere reporter, and. Uh, I've gone off Ricky, um, but still like you. And um, the only criticism I have about talk radio, I mean, I love George Galloway, uh, I love James Whale, I love yourself. But why? I dumped that, and I'll tell you why I dumped that. Because okay. they own us. They pay my wages, they feed my kids. And I understand, you, you, you know, that the, the, it's a newspaper that's not to everyone's liking, and I understand the history of it with Liverpool. Yeah. But they're my bosses, you know, and they, they feed my kids. And so, you know. I understand that. You know. I mean, I'm still listening. There we go. Even though I hate myself. <laughs> listening, lovely talking to you. Have a lovely night and a lovely weekend um, when it comes. You've got, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday to go. Um, yeah, I'm just waffling now. Lovely loads, Ian. Bye. Ta-ta. I am the most special ninja that you ever met. I do the best is the backflips ever, and I never pass a sweat. I once did a somersault and killed a man. I've got an amazing, wonderful wingspan. Yeah. Oh, glad I got that off my chest. So, uh, backflip out.
Oh, hi. Yep. It's Will here. Hey, Will. All right. Hey, you're very, very quiet. I didn't, didn't hear you, first of all. <clears throat> Are you miles away from the desk? I'm, I'm reclining on the chair. All right. Um, yeah, it is a little bit uncomfortable when you, uh, when you kind of do something a bit different and go really quiet, because I think people kind of get used to listening to stuff on the show and get, probably get a little bit worried that if your bosses don't like what you're doing that you're going to get asked to leave, so they're probably a bit worried. So, have you seen anything in the uh, media or are you aware of the, um, the protests that are happening in this country at the moment in uh, several places against the um, unconventional oil exploration and uh, oil drilling. Um, okay, switch to monologue mode. Um, there's um, recently been uh, Balkum as a oil exploration site in 2013, and uh, there was quite a lot of media coverage of that, and a lot of people kicking off about the fact that you know they're trying to do this, and they've seen uh, films of other places in the world where it's been happening and the devastation that it's been causing and the water pollution and the air emissions and this, that and the other, and methane and stuff. Um, so obviously, you know, with the uh, help of social media, the word kind of got round. Um, so people were a little bit more on the ball when it came to that. And, you, and there was, you know, gatherings of quite a few people um, at Balkum. And then it all went quiet for a bit because... Um, they stopped doing what they were doing down there. But then they started up again recently at um, a place called Horse Hill, which has been nicknamed the uh, the Gatwick Gusher. And again, people are, uh, you know, people that are local to that, specifically local to that, <clears throat> along with a few other people from other areas, have come in and um, uh, been campaigning against that and uh, demonstrating against that and basically trying to protect the uh, the area and protect the the, the land and the water and uh, protect the wildlife and then that's uh, they did a, a, a quick exploration to kind of gauge how much oil was under there and then it's gone quiet for a while while they're applying for uh, various planning permissions and, and whatnot but the, but the latest one uh, one of the latest ones you've got one up north which is um, in Lancashire which is, uh, there's quite a lot of opposition to up there, um, mainly to do with uh, the fact that the local democracy has been completely undermined by, um, by the gonna government. Be, I'm going to be honest, Will, I'm a bit bored. OK. <laughs> well, it's quite, I'm not very good at monologues. <laughs> it's just, I, I, it just doesn't, it just doesn't feel like a particularly, you know, maybe important, but it doesn't feel like a particularly interesting... Well, at least I got you to say something. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 fair enough. But, no, okay. Well, I mean, uh, I was asking you if you if you were aware of it, and if you were aware of these camps that are springing up at these places. And it's still it's still it's still quite it's just it's just quite boring. Okay, but you must understand how important it is that we continue to breathe air and have water coming well, out of our taps. Important things can be dull. Okay, but um, it, I'm trying to gauge gauge the um, awareness to it. Because okay, there's not well, a huge amount of coverage in the in the media. Well, the, 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 uh, uh, I don't know about gauging the awareness, but the dullness factor has been has been gauged. 
Okay. Because um, I live fairly near to Leith Hill. I live about half half a mile from Leith Hill in it's Surrey. It's still which dull. Is quite, which is quite near to you. I mean, we're kind of getting towards uh, mm. your neck of the woods now. It's still boring. Have you ever been to Surrey Hills and Leith Hill and all those sort of places? Nah. Okay. Thought you might have taken the kids there or whatever. Uh, but, yeah, it's... Um, if you look on a map, it, it says in great big letters over the top, AONB, Area of Outstanding Natural Beauty, and they're basically trying to turn it into an oil field. Okay. And uh, all the locals are um, pretty up in arms about it. Yeah, I can understand but that, but it's, it's a bit dull. Okay. So, uh, kids' TV... <laughs> from the 80s. <laughs> thanks, thanks for calling, Will. Bye. Um, here we go, and he's gone. Um, instead of working twice as hard, I'm going to work half as hard. Um, Alex Bellend, still listening to the show. He's my stalker. <laughs> right? Oh. Why is he still listening? I don't understand. He's watching on Periscope. Oh, he's deleted that tweet. Luckily, I got screen grabs. Always get screen grabs. Alex um, left BBC Local Radio under a cloud and um, now spends his time interviewing little Jimmy Osman and people like that, and it's great. For some reason, he didn't like me. I don't understand why. Well, I don't understand why I'm, I'm, I, people don't like me. But there are people on the radio I don't like, and I just don't listen to them anymore, let alone tweet them. It's, it's a bit weird, isn't it? It's a bit weird. I'd hate to go to the police again. But, um... <clears throat> yeah. Um... Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Hello? Yep. Um, is that me? Could be. Um, light spilled through the crack in the curtain, bright. Intense, catching the motes of dust that swirled in the air. Toby stirred, eyes still closed. He stretched, legs uncurling slowly, arms raising from beneath the covers. Nah. Palms flattening nah. against the headboard. I don't think as so. His spine cracked once. I don't think twice. so. He rested again. Ian, keep going. No, no, no. I don't think so. Keep going. Ian, Ian, bear with it. No. He rested again. No. Uh, no, no, I don't, I, no. Ian? What? What? No. Why? Well, because unless you're, um, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins or Alec Guinness, um, people yeah. reading on the radio yeah. is the yeah. most tedious thing. Oh, oh God. Really? Yeah, poetry. The, the most tedious thing of all. Mm, yeah. It's the sound of my Birmingham voice. No, didn't say that. Them storm. No, I said, uh, it wasn't saying you specifically. I was saying, unless you were those two actors that I noted, 
people reading poetry <laughs> or prose is tedious. <laughs> oh, God. And I'd rather have the Ian. silence. Ian, Ian, oh, I, I, I was so excited. I was so excited. I, I, thought, I thought it was my moment. No, it's not. I, I, honestly, I thought, <clears throat> this is it. This will make me the next Stephen King. Well, Stephen King was a writer. Huh? Yes. And you yes. wrote this. As am I. As am I. No. Sir. As am I. Well, I'm sure you, you are, are but... you are a broadcaster. Yeah. As I am a writer. Right. Okay. Um, but no, I don't think we want to read it. We want it read on the air. Oh, my heart is broken. But I will, I will continue to listen. I know. I know. I know you know. Which... Can we can we part can we part on good terms, please? Please, please. Think may you we part? I think you should have left it. May we part as friends? May we part at least as friends, sir? I think you should have left it on the just on the one phone call. Oh God! I knew that. God damn it! God damn it to hell! I knew that. She told me that. And this bit isn't working either. Oh. Hang up. Hang Okay. Oh, hello. Is that me? Hello. 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 Can you hear me? You can hear me. Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, God. Sorry, no, I've just got back from work. All right. What do you do? I work in a shop. Um, oh, okay. So I'm late to party as usual. Oh, it's uh, it's everything. But I've spent three hours packing biscuits and eggs, and and I just wanted to ring in to say how wonderful performance ring last night was. Did you see oh, it? Oh, I, I tried to watch it, but I couldn't get it. Um, I, it was well, it ended. Oh, it was great. No, were so you I there? Wanted, yeah, and I got up and had a go at comedy. Oh, brilliant! I think people left a little bit. I hope so, you know, and I really enjoyed it. That's uh, great. Was that your first time? No, second time. I did I did the first one in, in October. Oh, so great. I have done it twice now, and it was great. And I had a wonderful, wonderful night. But oh, I just... So I've literally just got in, and and the show seems a little tense. And I, obviously, I don't know what's really happening. So, um, oh, I'm Dana. Who are you? I'm Rory. How are you doing? Hi. Yeah. Oh, oh, we. I've emailed you. Are you the one who... I wanted pen pals and stuff, you know, and yeah. I was kind of ringing in to say to people who had emailed me that I, I, I feel a bit guilty because I haven't got back to them, but I've been very busy. So um, I, I do mean to get back to the people um, oh, who no, like, emailed me. I, yeah, I emailed you, and, you know, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good, yeah, yeah. I've got to do a show tomorrow in, um, for, with, uh, in front of 300 kids, so I'm a bit nervous about that. Um, 
but uh, no, I'm good. And you, you were talking about biscuits there. Um, and uh, oh. have you ever? Do you like biscuits? I love biscuits, and that's the thing: stacking biscuits. All oh, right. But, but you sit there. I was thinking more about eating biscuits. What about? Have you ever done this? Have you ever eaten like custard creams and bourbon biscuits in a bowl as if they were cereal with milk? What mash them up? No, well, sort of mash them up, like not completely mash them up because they then it's just going to be mush. But you know, you know, like eat them before they become mush, as if they were cereal. I haven't, but do you know what? I'm going to have to try that because that does sound quite good. It um, does, yeah. It sounds. To be honest, it sounds sounds better than it's actually. I I like to be experimental in my food. Let's put it that mm. way. I'd like to be experimental in my food. You know, so so yeah, I, I will have to try that. Um, but now I'm trying to think. But what am I going through? I do go through. I'm going through a phase where I'm putting marmite in a lot of things. Oh right, like um, like what, like peanut butter and. No, no, but like, so if I, if, I, if I have a bowl of beans, I'll put marmite in the beans. Oh, I've gone Stir it all up, and it's great. A bit of marmite. Marmite goes with everything. Normally, I find it quite difficult to talk about food, um, but I'm getting better at it. I think I, I also have a problem with seeing people put food in their mouths. But, oh, um, no, I, yeah. No, no. And it's like people on the tube. People yeah, eating on the, on the tube, tube and, and, in, and in real life. No, no, no. Not the tube. Totally wrong. Real life. What's sorry, dinner? No, but, you know, people walking and eating or, or sitting yeah. there and eating. No, no, you know, there are certain places to eat. And, and when you're sitting on, on the Jubilee line, after three hours of stacking, stacking the biscuits, and you've got mm. someone shoving a Big Mac in there, oh, and other burgers are obviously available, in their mouth, it doesn't look right. It's not a good look. No. Um, so, no, you know... I have to eat in, in the right place. I'm not good with eating just, just in general, um, yeah. you know. But no, it's... Um, uh, um, so, so fill me in. What, what's happening with the show tonight? Because it all seems a bit tense. Have I missed something? He, he said he was... Oh, maybe he wants to... Oh, so, well, you know, I had a great time last night, Ian and Cass, so, I, you know, I hope everything's okay. Um, you know, and, and I... Catch up. I listen. Oh, Talk Radio website. You know, has that feature where you can listen to the show in half-hour chunks. Have you heard that, Rory? Oh yeah, I have. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I heard so it. What it I do is well on my phone, but it's. Oh, so, yeah. so I came in this evening as there was a gentleman saying the word Balkum, which I know is down south. I think it's in Sussex. So I know that I'll then start the show, and when I get to him saying that, I know I've listened to the whole show. Oh, so great. I've got a system, so I do get to listen to the whole show, but I just listen to it backwards, which is a bit weird. It's mm. a bit timey-wimey. Um, yeah. Do you ever listen to any other shows on top radio? I don't, and that's really bad, isn't it? I probably shouldn't say that. Um, but I, I, listen to, I listen to loads of podcasts, though. I'm, I sort yeah. of podcast. I'm a bit podcast heavy at the moment. I sort of... Late night, Ian Lee on talk radio. We have ways of making you talk.
can cut the toenail in. I'll have a water whenever you feel like getting me a water, Catherine. There's the glass. Explain. Um, I'll explain what I'm doing in a second. I'm just going through the tweets because I was in the other room chatting. Mm, right. So, <clears throat> this is what's happening. Monday's quiet nights for phone calls, usually are. Um, normally I'd work twice as hard. Tonight I'm working half as hard. Some of you, here comes my water. Thank you. No, 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 just water. We've still got chocolate outside, but I'm not going to have it because I'll get clarty. You can have some of it if you want. Of course you can. Um, <clears throat> making some of you uncomfortable. I'm not going to apologise. Some of you enjoying it. I'm not going to congratulate myself. Um, <clears throat> if you want the silence to end, you have to phone up. 0344. Four nine nine one thousand. We call you back. You come on, but don't just phone up and you know we've had a couple of calls that have been a bit dull and haven't really worked. Um, normally, what I would do if a call was a bit dull and wasn't really working, I'd kind of jump in and, and help out. But have no calls. Lined up on the switchboard. I saw someone was calling in and then I think we had trouble calling out. So it could be. Um, could be a really awkward 55 minutes. Awkward is good. You know, awkward is, is awkward. No, I don't think awkward is an emotion. Is it an emotion? Is what, uh, let me see. Is no, what is what is awkward and emotion? Well, well, it's a feeling, of course, a feeling, stupid. Um, oh, awkward. Okay. Yeah, it's a feeling, isn't it? Um, feelings are good. Oh, the call was someone making fart noises. Huh? 
miss anything. Um, might be one or two problems with the people with periscope because it seems to have frozen on my screen i think you're there but i, I, I don't think they can chat to each other so um, well that isn't that funny they can't chat to each other on periscope I, if, you, if you can i certainly can't see it that's quite good as well isn't it that's quite good Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Um, well, no one's calling in. I've been sent a song for an album that I'm working on, so I'm just going to um, have a listen. Where did it go? It went in that folder. Oh, it was this. I need to download it. I know what the problem is. There's a loose connection in there. If I waggle it... Nope. If I waggle it, it the noise changes. There's a loose connection in there. Hang on. No, it won't do it. It did it then, anyway. It, got, it, it, was, uh, it, it won't do it. <laughs> anyway. I think that's what that it felt it was anyway. See if this is jump for it. Someone's joined us. Suggest you turn your radio off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that you, Ian? Yeah, it's me. All oh, right, you didn't sound like you. Didn't sound like you. It was you, like. Oh, that's right. I thought it was the fella, you know, before before you come on. How are you? All right, right? I'm okay. Yeah, I'm the fella with the chip in my arm, if you remember. Hello? Yeah, I'm listening. Hi, yeah. 
Yeah, I, I just wondering, like, you know, where... Uh, I've been listening to your show and all that, like, you know, uh, on and off, like, just little bits here and there, like, and uh, I'm just phoning up, like, to say, you know, I, I, I'm feeling a little bit better, like, you seem to be feeling better, don't you, because you, 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 with your medication and all that, like, uh, you know, you, you just have ups and downs and stuff, I've sort of forgot what I was going to say to you, like, uh, it's threw me a bit, then you come on a bit quick, like, uh, but, you know, uh, all this stuff that was in my head, I, I, I did cut my arm the other day, and, and I actually found a wire in my arm. So it, it, it's not just in my head, like. Um, you seeing a doctor, Chris? Uh, well, I, I do see him. Like, I haven't been to see him for a while, like. I, uh, suggest, I suggest you go and see your doctor as soon as possible. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he, he doubled me on my tablets. And, uh, Chris, I'm going to say something to you yeah. that you will not believe. Yeah. Okay, but do you, would you mind if I say it? No, not at all. Like, no. You didn't find a wire in your arm. There is no chip in your arm. There is nothing like that in your body. Now, I know you don't believe that, but I have to, as a human being, I have to say that to you to ease my conscience, okay? I have to know that I have said to you that you those things are not in your body and it's it's what what it is it's a symptom of your illness right well, can i just say one thing to of you of course then? you can chris right well if you get up on your computer now if if you print in rfid chip i'm not going to who do you, i'm gonna let me ask you one question on this let me just assume that what you're saying is is real yeah. who do you think put the chip in you well I got talk because I can hear all voices talking in my mind all the time, and they said uh, one of these lads said it was. Now I know some of these voices that I hear. You're breaking my heart, Chris. You're breaking my heart because you're not well, brother. You're 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 dangerously ill, brother. No, yeah. honestly, mate. That, that, that's the thing. Like, is, is I'm not like honestly. This is this is the whole point of it. Like. You know, this this is the whole point, like, is, is, is I'm not, like... Oh, mate, please go and see a doctor, Chris. Yeah, oh, I, oh, I, uh, but, I mean, you know, this this might sound madness to you, like, you know, I ordered the told you them... It doesn't sound madness, it sounds sickness, sounds illness, in the same way that cancer is an illness and asthma is an illness, um... But, and I know you don't hear me and you don't believe me, and that's fine because you've got your own reality. And I call you brother because you are a brother. You know, you're a man who is yeah. struggling with, with something really, really tough. And um, I hope that one day we'll speak and we'll laugh about this phone conversation. I really do. Uh, yeah, I mean, my arms blew up the other day. It blew up. And you could see where the, it blew up in a certain, in like a, a round, like half moon shape, and you could feel the wires. Anyway, so just give me a little arm and neck, and you could. I'm, I'm not, you know. You don't take cocaine, do you, Chris? I mean, uh, like I said to you last time, like you know, I've I, 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 I dabbled. Yeah, yeah. yeah no. well, when was the last time you took cocaine? If you don't want me asking, and we won't, this, you know, no one knows your surname, no one knows your yeah. phone number. No, we're not yeah. going to tell him. When was the last time you took coke? Uh, today, like. Can I ask? Can I ask? I've had a problem with you know with stuff on and off. Like, how much? Yeah. How much have you had today? Gram? Couple of grams? 
No, 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 no. You know, ten pound or something like that. You know, Chris, cocaine uh, makes us think that there are things under our skin. Oh, I I understand all that. And some people think that it's bugs, and some people think that it's hairs growing under their skin, and some people think it's wires under their skin. And it's and the thing is, to that person, it's real. It's a hundred percent real. Yeah. And it takes someone. It takes someone outside of us. Yeah. To point out the insanity of what we're doing. Yeah. I, 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 I know I, people, I know a bloke, right? I know a bloke who um, was taking shed loads of cocaine. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's a lot or not. And he had, um, he had two things, right? Yeah. Can you hear things? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He had... Nasty, um, wicked things, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The thing this guy had, right, was he could hear, he could hear cats in the flat. He could hear cats... Walking yeah. around the flat. Yeah. Um, and there weren't any cats in the flat. But he was convinced he could, he could hear them. And the weird thing about the, the stuff you hear is, it's more real than the stuff that you see. He was convinced there were cats in the flat. The other thing he was convinced about was, he yeah. had ingrowing hairs under his um, skin in his cheek. Yeah. And oh, he, uh, tore, he tore his face apart, yeah. trying to get... Under the skin to get those hairs out. Tore his face apart. And when his girlfriend... I know this for a fact. When his girlfriend woke up the next day, she went, Jesus Christ, what have you done to yourself? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm imagining you haven't got someone around you who can say, Jesus Christ, Chris, what are you doing to yourself? Well, I mean, you know... uh... tell you something that's a fact do you trust yeah. me yeah yeah you're sick and I, I mean sick as in you are ill and it doesn't always have to be like this and there uh, there there is an alternative right. yes. yeah i mean right i mean that's all i that's all i have to say man you don't yeah. have to live like this anymore yeah. i mean yeah i'll just say one one of the on. you know you know like uh it said, you know, you can buy order these rare earth magnets, near medium magnets. So I ordered a magnet, you know, because it, it, it breaks the chip down. And when I hold it just above my skin, you can feel the magnet pulling, pulling like anything. You know, when a mag, when you put two magnets together and it pulls, you know that 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 feeling. That, you yeah, know, I the, do. The, the mind is very suggestible. Pardon? The mind is very suggestible. I wish you the best of luck, man, and I really hope that one day, you know, I, 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 I hope that whether I'm right or you're right, that yeah. um, one day we can laugh about this conversation. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I, mean, hope it, I, feel, I do feel fine in myself, you know, other than that, like, you know. Don't cut your flesh anymore, Chris. No, no, it was only a little nick. It don't was, like, cut. because it, my arm blew up and I just nicked it, like, you know. Don't cut a, your flesh anymore. 
yeah, yeah. I ain't going to sort anything. You're not a surgeon. Yeah. Let a surgeon do that. Yeah, yeah, I Sleep well, no, Chris. I just I'll give you the call anyway. Oh, I appreciate I'll give you. The call we'll, we'll, like speak we'll speak again soon, brother. Okay, then, all right. Take care. <clears throat> I mean, um, that's made me really sad, really emotional. <clears throat> Also makes me think that doing this was, you know, the, the holding back on the performance aspect of the show uh, was the right thing to do. Because, you know, if we'd have been doing, if we'd have been going through the papers and um, doing the act, maybe Chris wouldn't have phoned in and we wouldn't have got a glimpse into, I don't know if it's addiction, I don't know if it's mental illness, you know, I don't know. But we got a glimpse into Chris's reality. And it's real for him. There is a chip under his skin. There are wires under his skin. Whether I believe it or not, that's his reality. His reality is there is a chip under his skin. Now, you and I, you know, we, we, we make up our own interpretations of what is going on. But um, once you start cutting yourself, man. Slippery slope. Ed, let's go to a break, please. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Get rid of the music. We don't need the music. <clears throat> Hello? Uh, you're back for a third time. Why? Um, well, well, initially, it was to apologise for my performance on the second call. Oh, However, that, that has changed, ha having listened to Chris's call, man, because that was so that was so potent. That was so kind of raw and emotional. You, you know, kind of it, 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 you know what, 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 what Whatever I was going to talk about is is pretty irrelevant, you know, because that, that guy is going through <clears throat> stuff that Christ, you know, to, to actually believe that there's you know there, there's things underneath yep, your skin. Well, my my uncle, I, I I know that my 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 uncle my, my uncle hung himself and. Um, prior to him killing himself, one of the things that he was complaining about was insects under his skin. And it was, exactly as you're saying, you're, you're absolutely correct, and you're one of the few people I've ever heard talk about it, is this kind of cocaine, so, cocaine psychosis, which is, you know... And the, so my uncle was taking so much cocaine... He believed that there that that, that, that there was that, that, that there were kind of creatures crawling underneath his skin. The family laughed at him. Nobody paid him any attention. The doctor the doctors didn't even really believe what he was talking about. And you know, 
20 years ago he he he, he put a he put he, he put a belt around a, a all right we don't we don't, yeah, we don't need to, I, I, i'm always very cautious about going into specifics of how people I, I, take I, their I, own I, lives I no that's fine yeah, i just I yeah i know i know i mean that that, that call was, was just such a breathtaking moment um you know as the adverts were being played it's all i thought about you know um yeah. Just, just, gen, just astonishing. One, one of the great things about this show, of course, is is the fact that people can call and talk about absolutely anything they want. So you know, you know, my evening has been initially calling up and having a bit of fun, and you know, and then the second call was 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 me kind of you know trying to self promote myself, uh, and you quite correctly calling me out as as, as kind of a. Prepare the dump button as a, as a bullshine meister, you know, um, and then you, and then you get a guy like that, and oh my god, you know, it, it just it really it really throws it throws the whole thing into perspective. Um, the, 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 God, it's it, 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 it bamboozled me, and I, I apologise. The, the, the reason for the third call was to talk to you about music because I. Well, I, I I'm going to say, I'm going to say, listen, I'm glad you've called in. Um, sure, but, but you, you, you've been on twice already, and now I said I, maybe call in another night to talk about music. I mean, I'll be happy okay. to discuss that. And I think maybe tonight, let's just, I can, I've got another caller lined up, but let's just maybe Fair enjoy enough. the silence and, and, and see if anybody else who, who's perhaps slightly reluctant to call in is encouraged to pick up the phone during the silence. How about that? Indeed. I look forward sure to talking enough. about music to you later in the Thanks, week. Take care. Ta-ta. Chris? Hi, Ian. Hey. Hi, I'm a new caller. I've never spoken to you before, but I've listened to you for ages and I'm watching you on the Periscope. And what a brilliant show. <laughs> Loving this. It's what makes you unique. And I've tweeted you again this evening and said how great I think it is. I don't know if you've seen it or not, but yeah, love you, man. Um, just wanted to say I listened to all of your um, rabbit hole podcasts yesterday and how fantastic. Um. Do you mean the ones with? Do you mean the, the the ones in front of the audience or the BBC ones? Um, the ones in front of the audience. Beautiful, good. That's the, that's the one. I'm glad you're enjoying them. Thank you. They're brilliant. I've subscribed and I'll keep unsubscribing and subscribing and doing all like you say. And you're just a genius, mate. I, I mean, well, I'm going to come down and see you sometime. And have you got any other locations locations lined up other than London? We're in. Whereabouts are you, Chris? I'm in Suffolk. Oh. Uh, we we we're in, we've got one for Manchester in May, um, and and yes, we we are we we are looking around. We, we we don't want it to be too London centric. So while we've got a nice venue in London, we are also looking for other venues around the country. So if there is a venue near you, Chris, that has good Wi-Fi and can see anywhere between sixty and a hundred people, we'd be very interested. Excellent. Well, I'm on the local council in our area, no. and I actually manage the village hall here. So. Oh. I could probably get you a very good price, and there's quite a lot of people live around this area, so it'd be great to have you here. Chris, send me an email. That'll be lovely. I will do. Thank you very much, but loving your show, and keep up the great work. Thank you. And loving the goatee, by the way. There we go. I could see us in a village hall. 
You could see us in a village hall, some bunting. I like village halls. There's a, there's a, there's a, um, there's a feeling in village halls. I, 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 I love going to things in village halls, and there is a feeling. You can only get in a village hall or a church hall. When I say church hall, I don't mean the church. I mean the, the kind of hall that is re- normally round the back and they rent it out for AA or theatre groups or women's institutes. Or And there is a real feeling. You can only get... And also, I still feel, at the age of 43, going into the kitchen areas of village halls and church halls, I feel really naughty. And there must have been something as a kid. I must have gone into a, like a kitchen of a village hall as a kid and got told off because I go in now. I go to village halls fairly regularly for all kinds of things. And I feel really naughty going in there. It feels wrong. I'm, it's very strange. I'd love to perform in a village hall. I like the way he said as well, there are lots of people around here. Well, lots of people in Manchester, but we've only sold 30 tickets. So... You know. <laughs> mm. um, we do a break now, Ed. Okay, let's have that break now. Thank you. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, not a genius at all. And that's not me being immodest. I'm not, you know, everything I do is nicked from somewhere else. You can trace everything back. Um, but some of you saying some very kind things on, on Twitter. Um, um, unconventional but strangely enjoyable. That's nice. Um, and then you get the other side. Dave's uh, that was from uh, Daniel. And then Dave says, "You know, you sometimes do things on the radio that just don't work." Dot dot dot. Um, it, 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 <sighs> what I'm doing tonight can't work or fail because. There's no end goal. You can only succeed or fail if there is an end goal. You know, is is there a point to this? There is no point to this. At the end of this, I don't get like a trophy, you know, to show that I succeeded or have a trophy taken away from me to show that I've, I've failed. My sister's just said something. Here we go. I don't, and I don't remember this, Joe, so I would like to have a conversation about this. Isn't it funny? Twitter. She's listening in New Zealand and she can talk about the church hall. She says because it's because kids weren't allowed in the kitchen at the church hall on the Britwell, which is the estate we grew up, where mum used to take us to playgroup. I don't remember. Um, I don't remember going to that, Joe. Um, I don't remember, um, I don't remember going to that. I'm assuming it was near the Wentworth shops, which have moved now, the Wentworth shops have moved. Um... 
That reminds me, I've not been seeing my mum for ages. I must go this week. Probably not tomorrow because I'm seeing my therapist. What am I doing Wednesday? I think Wednesday would be a good day. Not been to see mum at all for a long time. That's um, poor. If you've just tuned in, uh, you're very welcome. Um, great start to the show. We had Mark Thompson, um, a scientist who does... Anyway, we'll go out as a podcast. And a few of his fans have carried on listening to this and are very confused by it. Um, just the phones are a bit quiet. Mondays are a bit quiet on the phones. and Normally when we're quiet on the phones... Um, I'll work twice as hard to generate phone calls. And I had some, you know, some topics. And I had, I, I, what I do is I write down, I go through the papers and I write down um, stories that kind of grab my attention, that, 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 that I can have an opinion on and you, you might be interested in hearing my take on. Um, but really I only use, well, some nights I want the whole show to be me just going through the papers because I like that. But more often than not, I write these stories down because... Uh, it's just a bit of filler, really. And um, I just thought tonight, instead of working twice as hard as I would normally do to get the calls, well, let's work half as hard. And if there are long, uncomfortable silences, so be it. It's 25 to 1 on a Monday night, Tuesday morning. Flippin' heck. Still, are we still February? I think we are. Supposed to be, I think spring is today or tomorrow. I'm not quite sure, but it's, you know, it's wet. It's February. Last year was crap. This year's not been much better so far. 25 to 1 on a Monday night, Tuesday morning. Flippin' heck. Can you think of a, um, can you think of a lonelier time? Really? You'd be hard pushed. So we might not get any phone calls for the next 25 minutes. That's not a bad thing, necessarily. If you want to call in, you're more than welcome to call in. Of course you are. Um, my sister said it was opposite the Wentworth shops. I remember where it was. I think you once got in a fight over a ride on tractor. We love to climb up on the stage. Um, I, 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 I think I remember. I also remember Dr. Mason. I was our doctor. I've got a feeling Dr. Mason would smoke cigarettes when we were there. I think. I could be wrong. Could be wrong. Certainly had an ashtray on his table. Um, so look, we've got 23 minutes. I bet we won't get any more calls. If you do want to call in, 0344. Four nine nine, one thousand. That's the phone number. Oh three four four, four nine nine one thousand. Um. And even if, um, even if you want to call in and just sit in silence with me, you'd be very welcome. You'd be very welcome. Yeah, it's up to you. You might have all switched off. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. There may only be five people listening, and they're the people that are tweeting the nice things. I don't know.
we're going to have an ad break in 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 one minute forty seconds exactly. So let's just enjoy that silence for one minute forty. Then Ed, when 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 we get to twelve forty, you hit that ad break. I'm just going to go through some things on the computer. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Joseph from from London. Nice to meet you. Are you are you just calling the the station? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I just I, I loved that silence so much before the ad break. I thought I'd um I I join in, but we've broken it now, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. The the problem with silence is you can only frame it, and then it's oh. gone. Oh well, my! We can recreate silence, you know. But only for a moment. Oh, that was that was a good one. Nah, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I used to listen to Radio Three, right, when it was a good station, yeah. and they used to have like three seconds of silence on, and it was the only three seconds of silence that I can remember on the radio. And I used to think, wow, Ian <laughs> tonight. Three seconds is it's, a, it's a long amount of time, isn't it? Yeah. Well, listen, Ian tonight has done something, which I've, I've been listening to the radio for 50 years. I've never heard this before. Ah, uh, I haven't, I, I must admit, I haven't caught um, any of the show so far, but I, uh, yeah, I, I tuned in five minutes ago and, and thought, oh, a bit of silence, lovely. <laughs> well, um, he was actually silent for one and a half minutes. I think that's made a, a world record for a, a commercial radio station. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good on him. Good on him, wherever he is. What's your name again? Joseph, did you say? Yeah, it is, yeah. Which part of London are you from, Joe? Um, I'm in uh, Herne Hill at the moment, um, near Brixton. 
between yeah, Bristol and Norwich. Yeah, I know Norwich. it. Brockwell Park, yeah. I, I've lived oh, in yeah, Bristol yeah. for a time. I, li- I live, yeah, just by Brockwell Park. I, I, I lived in Bristol in the 1980s. It was a hairy place in those days. Uh, <laughs> it was really yeah. hairy, man. It was dangerous, yeah. man. But I liked it, so, though. So, so are, you in, are you in Liverpool now? Yeah, I mean, I tried to leave Liverpool, but it's just an amazing place, Liverpool. There's nowhere yeah. like it on earth, you know. Oh, I've never been. Ah, oh, you've got to come, Joe. There's a oh. spirit in Liverpool that is unique in the world. The people are so friendly here, man. And they're just oh, lovely people, you. you know. Yeah. But it's a city oh, as well. You've inspired me. Yeah, it's a city. It's a big city, but it's like a little village. Everyone talks to each other. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, lovely. That sounds... That What's he doing in London, Joe? Uh, I'm a guitarist. Um, yeah, I'm a oh, musician yeah. and I teach. And, um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Do you write your own guitar. stuff or do you just... Yeah, I, I dabble. <laughs> I mainly Are you do, in a band, uh, like? Uh, I do a, kind of a bit of session stuff. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a classical guitarist and I do um, different styles. Classical guitarist? Um, yeah. yeah. You know what? I... I, I, I I wanted to get into music. I've always loved music, man. But yeah. I couldn't crack a guitar. I just couldn't crack oh. it. It just used to wind me up, you know. But oh. Some of my friends pulled it off, and it was fantastic to hear them. But well, How old were oh. you when you started? Oh, God, um, seven, I think. And I'm yeah, wow, that's nine now. Ages, that's the age, isn't it? That's the age, yeah. So, so do you play anything? Well, you know, I, I, I like painting and artwork. I do a lot of drawing and stuff. I write a lot. I'm quite oh, wow. creative, but I've, I, I can write lyrics, but uh, I can't uh, seem to. I've never had the. Some reason I've never cracked a musical instrument. Yeah, okay. gotta be in the blood. I'm, I'm, I'm terrible with everything else, to be honest. I mean, I <laughs> can't write lyrics. Uh, yeah, yeah. Can't paint. <laughs> stick to playing guitar. Well, would you play bass or do you play lead? Um, I play, yeah, I play lead, um, I play rhythm, I mean, I've played bass a bit, but, um, yeah, not, not, not massively. When you say classical, do you mean, like, sort of Spanish music, that Spanish guitar? Yeah, 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 so stuff from, beautiful, man, like the the 14th century onwards, I guess, um, yeah. I bet people love you when you, you pick up that instrument and start playing. (laughs) People do, except maybe the girlfriend when I keep her. Yeah, what did you say about the girls there? Playing, playing all the time, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of. Do you ever go to? I used to go to a place called Girona in Catalonia, and used to have a classical, oh, yeah. uh, classical guitar sort of uh, festival there. You know, and it was just amazing oh, okay. to be there. You know, have yeah, you ever been well, to something like that? No, I haven't. I've, I've. Um, I've been meaning to go to Andalusia and, and, and catch the Flamenco festivals that they have there because um, yeah yeah they're quite special but uh, yeah never never got around to it yet so one day one day soon is that a distinct sound in Andalusia? Yeah, definitely. It's I mean they they have a lot of the the kind of more classical Spanish stuff, but Flamenco is massive down there. So um, yeah yeah yeah, it's a big. I go to Spain on holiday a lot at all sorts of different places. And when they get up on the disco, the Spanish, to dance, I mean, we dance like, you know, left, right, left, right. They start doing flamenco on the disco floor. All the Spanish do it. <laughs> really? <laughs> it's embarrassing. You feel like an idiot when you dance in English style and they're doing these amazing flamenco twirls and stuff, you know. 
All right, guys, listen, uh, I enjoyed listening, uh, earwigging uh, your conversation. Thank you, Paul and Joseph. I'm going to move on because th- we've only got a few minutes left and there's there's a okay, couple more calls, but that. I really enjoyed that. Thank you, guys. Right. Thank you very much, Ian. Thank Cheers. you very much. Cheers. I enjoyed that. It's not often I get to earwig um, a conversation. Wasn't that interesting? Wasn't that interesting? What do you think about stem cell research? Oh. So answer my question. Okay. Someone's got... Um, Where do you go, please, um, Well, it used to be Duncan Bannatyne. Then it was Jose Mourinho. I don't know who my gay choice would be now. Yeah, I know that. Okay. I would uh, touch uh, a man's wedding. Okay, I would if, 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 the, if the situation arose. Thank you. John. Hello. You're on the air. How are you doing? Oh, what else did I just hear? Can you hear me? Yeah. Very question for you. Alright. I tried to, um, trying to learn to play the piano. Right. Tonight. For a few hours, and um, I was just wondering whether some people just cannot play, and it's physically impossible, and they'll never learn. I learned how to make a chord on a piano, and once you know how to make a chord on a piano, you can play all of the chords. It's really easy. Okay. Do you know what the the middle C is? Uh, I learned to read all the... uh, the notes today, yeah. All right, so the middle C is the white note before the two black notes. So there are two black notes and then a cut yeah. space and then there's three black notes. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So the white note before the two black notes is the C, right? And if it's mm. in the middle of the piano, that's the middle C, right? So that's the C. Mm. So you get your thumb, Yeah. you put it on the C. You then count... Four notes, including the black notes. So it's black, yeah. white, black, white. Yeah. Peter Pointer goes on that one. Yeah. Right? You then count three notes. So it's white, black, white. Your middle finger goes on that note. Mm. That's a C chord. I got that. I got that. But what I... What, that's, what, that, that's a great trick. Once you know that... The the, the, end, the the possibilities are endless. But what I'm struggling with, right? So I'm, I've just chose a song to try and learn, right? And I can play with my right hand, and then you do the bits with your left hand. But I cannot do them together. As soon as I try, one will stop, and I just can't do either. And I was trying it for hours, and I'm just thinking, maybe some people just can't. The, the separation is difficult. I can do a very rudimentary... Dum, 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 dum. I can do a very rudimentary, slightly out-of-time bass thing with the... What I do is I bash away I bash away at the chords and just bash away at the root notes with the left hand. That's all. If, if I'm having a sing-along with my boys, that's all I need. Well, that's what 
and shine. Even the really, really basics, and I'm just thinking, am I wasting my time? Don't worry Let about. Do, don't worry about doing clever stuff with the left hand. Just bash out. Suppose, yeah. suppose you're playing a C chord. Bash out. Mm. Stretch your your thumb and your middle finger with the left hand, and just bash yeah. two C notes down the left end. That that's all you need. That'll fill out the sound. I don't know what your pur- what your end purpose is. That's all I need, and it makes for um for great entertainment. Try to play the entertainer. <laughs> Maybe not the easiest to start with. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> oh, good luck. That's you what might. My daughter said. Yeah, well, no, well, you, you know, well done for having a crack at it. I thought I'd give it a try. Um, you not got your piano there, have you? Uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, it's downstairs. Could oh, we? Could we have a listen? Um, all right, then. Yeah, <laughs> go get it. Go on, we'll have a look. We've got three minutes. So go on, the, the, the end of the show's yours. All right. Apt that we'll be listening to the entertainer. To... Okay. I'll put my shoes on. It's going to sound awful. Oh, I've be only been trying for a couple of hours. Oh, I'm trying to wake my kids up. from the piano, will I? Can you hear me? Yep. My missus is watching on Periscope. Yeah, only with the right hand. <laughs> 